Welcome to Dissecting This Fiction, a podcast where we discuss the latest in movies, TV, and games. Because we're always DTF, and you should be too. I'm your host, Steven. And I'm your co-host, Jessica. And good news, we finally got our details about the PS5 pre-orders. Bad news, you probably can't get one. Yeah, you probably missed it. Like most of us. And it's gone. Yep. (laughs) It's gone. Wait, what's gone? (laughs) It's gone. It's gone, right. And it's gone. They released it, information, and like shit went down. We'll talk about it a little bit more later, but it was a fucking giant garbage fire. It was chaos. Chaos. In a bottle. Yeah. And And then slammed on the ground. Yeah. And then ran over. (laughs) Pretty ridiculous. But we have quite a bit of news this week, so we should probably... We have way too much news this week. We have week. way too much. I, I cannot guarantee this episode is going to ever end. Yeah, we're, we might just live here now. Yeah, so be <laughs> forewarned. If you press play, you may be here for eternity. Yeah. We cannot guarantee it ends. Exactly. I just hope I get to make it to work tomorrow. No guarantees. <laughs> I'll write you a note. Yeah? Are you my doctor? Jessica cannot attend her uh, responsibilities as an adult. <laughs> Sounds great. Too much shit happened this week in pop culture. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Signed, the other adult. <laughs> or man-child, I should say. <laughs> well, I think we should dive right in. All right, well, first up, we have some big, pretty big Marvel news. I know we've been all kind of in a... In a Marvel drought. I'm pretty confident what happened was Disney and Marvel were like, oh, DC is actually making moves and making decent looking stuff coming out. Maybe we should start competing again before they catch up. And yeah, yeah. That's... Overtake us in the uh, cinematic universe. It's very, very probably true. So uh, first up on the list, Jonathan Majors is joining the MCU. Which, uh, if anybody recognizes that name, you might know him from Lovecraft Country and The Last Black Man in San Francisco. Yeah, I I have not seen either of these, but uh, I want to see both. Yeah, Lovecraft Country is on our list uh, to watch at some point soon. And uh, yeah, so he, Jonathan Majors is set for a a lead role in the upcoming Ant-Man 3 film. Well, not only that, he's he's being speculated to be king the conqueror yeah when i first read this i had i saw a headline like a pop-up on my phone it was like lead role and i was like well that doesn't make sense is paul rudd leaving <laughs> <laughs> and then i read it i was like oh okay so he's probably gonna be the villain of the lead you know the, the lead antagonist i suppose mm. so um he just steals the suit in the beginning yeah, he's of the movie like, no i'm he's like i am the ant-man now <laughs> That's probably how it's going to go. Yeah. <laughs> and then he shrinks and runs away. And then he yells, why did I shrink? This is taking way too long to get away. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. And he gets big. He just gets smushed. <laughs> yeah, he gets ran over by the van. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so this is uh, what, according to sources close to the project, right? How did that, how was that worded? This is uh, another one of those okay. weird so, ones. So, according to Deadline, people who are involved with the project are saying that he's going to be King the Conqueror. Okay. And he's basically a lead villain in Ant-Man 3. Got it. Okay. 
they're also saying that he's likely to have a MCU twist to the character that you don't typically see from the comics. Okay. Or any current concept of the character. Gotcha. But I guess it's... It's Kang the submissive. Yeah. (laughs) Technically, the... (laughs) It's not, nothing's confirmed yet, right? So we don't, I mean, there's no guarantee that's who he's playing. That's just who this, these that's people. That's what they're saying, yeah. yes. So uh, there's a possibility he could be playing some some other villain, theoretically. Yes, yeah. it's possible. Yeah. Uh, if he were to play Kang, it's, you know, maybe he's playing a good version of Kang. Maybe it's a maybe. concept of Kang in the film. Yeah. But not the one that we're going to know at some point. Right, right. Yeah, I mean. Or maybe he's just an origin of Kang. Could be. To lead into the character becoming him. Yeah. Because we know that the character is a descendant of Reed Richards, the right. Fantastic Four character, right? Right. So maybe they're leaning into that. Maybe they're leaning into Fantastic Four coming into this somehow. Could be. And then we also know that, I mean, I just learned this, but you knew that <laughs> each time he time travels, he leaves a copy of himself in yeah, that he, area. Yeah, he definitely, ric- he, he rickifies yeah. the situation. Yeah. There's a Council of Kings. Basically, yeah. yeah. So that's going to be weird. Well, assuming they do it. They, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I but, guess they don't have to do it right away. They could always just lead into that. Right. At some point. But that's an interesting thing that they could start planting. <sighs> the thing is, if this is. If this is Kang, it's a very odd move to put him in an Ant-Man 3 film. Because I feel like that's a big character. You don't just use that character for someone like Ant-Man. Right. Which I feel like, not to take away from the character, but he hasn't been used in a in a manner other than a supporting character to right. the Avengers. Right. right. That's true. We now are missing Captain America, Iron Man, presumably Hulk, Black Widow. So there's a lot of slots to fill now for, for like lead Avenger characters, right? That's, that's true. So I'm not shocked if they're trying to position Ant-Man as a primary Avenger now. You know, he's going to get a little bit more attention in the uh, crossover films, you right. know, than, than just being a plot point to connect the movies. Mm-hmm. That's a very good point. But I think with Endgame, they've pretty much established that time travel going forward is going to be a big factor in the MCU. Yeah. With, with that phase four going on. Right. Because if you remember, James Gunn was going to be the lead creative for phase four, and it was going to be themed around the cosmic side of Marvel. Which they've right. kind of led into with, you know, Captain Marvel and and Guardians of the Galaxy. Like right. they give they've given us glimpses of that universe, but now they were gonna do something bigger. Obviously James Gunn is not a part of that anymore, but it doesn't mean that creative is not there still for the, the threading of that overall arc. Right. You know, we have Sword as a newly added concept, you know, mm-hmm. I'm assuming to replace Shield for for moving forward. Yeah. Given time travel, I think that this would be a good opportunity for them to tie into the Fantastic Four. One, because he's related. He's a descendant of many years, right? Yes. His basic origin is he stole a time traveling device from himself in a different dimensional time or whatever right. of yeah. Earth. Mm-hmm. Like 6311 or whatever it was from the 616 character. Right. And so he used that to basically manipulate historical times and and grow and conquer times and dimensions. So yeah. uh, he's, in my opinion, he's a bigger threat than Thanos. Yeah. Because he was living in like a peaceful world and then was like, nah, I'm bored. I'm going to yeah. go fuck shit up. He basically wanted chaos. Yeah. yeah. 
he was and bored Thanos, with, like had a reason for what he wanted like, he was bored with normality yeah he, he wanted something <laughs> chaotic yeah if he's kang i don't think he's gonna be a, a they say lead character but i feel like he may be in the movie a decent amount, but I don't think he's going to be impactful to the actual plot. I think it's going to be like either he's going to have an origin or it's going to be uh, he's got henchmen below him who are the, you know, official villains of that film. And he's kind of like the in the shadows kind of character. Right. And he's going to thread the other films going forward because yeah. I, I can't imagine they would waste a character like Kang on a one off film. Right. Yeah, you're probably right. I just imagine that they're using Ant-Man because he's the one most tied to time travel with the multiverse and all that stuff. Yeah, that's fair. That'll be really interesting to see where they go with that and if he is indeed going to be playing uh, King the Conqueror and how they how they throw their little MCU twist at us. Uh, but in the meantime, there's some more dramatics happening in the DC universe, basically on Twitter, but with the actors. Uh, it's... Some kind of drama going down. We we all maybe remember the situation with Ray Fisher uh, calling out WB Pictures and all of that. And there's some more along that line of... I believe it's called Ray Tracing the WB. You're right. There's sorry. an official title for it. I'm sorry. Yes. I wanted to leave that for you to say because that's your thing. So yeah, there's just uh, another tweet from Jason Momoa that reads, This shit has to stop and needs to be looked at at Ray Fisher and everyone else who experienced what happened under the watch of WB Pictures needs proper investigation. I just think it's fucked up that people released a fake Frosty announcement without my permission, trying to distract from Ray Fisher speaking up about the shitty way we were treated on Justice League reshoots. Hashtag I stand with Ray Fisher. So, I mean, a lot to unpack here. One, this is a follow-up to his first, like, post in support of Ray Fisher, right? And then two... The Frosty movie was fake? <laughs> yeah, that's the part that stood out the most yeah. to me over this whole thing. Yeah. Because, you know, as we have established, I don't understand what this is even a thing about. Because yeah. what does it matter at this point? Yeah. Unless and... something like violence or or some kind of harassment or anything like that happen. I don't really understand what the point of proving somebody was a douchebag or whatever from, from a movie that was like filmed years ago at this point yeah it's all kind of hard to understand but yeah so that's the biggest like what the fuck so i I think it was july or something there was the announcement that he was going to voice frosty the snowman yeah and it was like uh, the article was dead from deadline and it was kind of stated as fact there was no indication that it was rumor they were like oh new thing yeah it was just like this is happening This this is a thing now and we were like oh cool and like we even talked about it i think on the episode that week but now I'm confused because nobody's come and retracted those statements from WB. So is he it... never called that fake for the last few months? Yeah, until now. So and that's that was I'm July, and so now it's coming out that it was fake, and I'm so confused. I just feel like, how did I? I don't yeah. know. Well, I think this whole thing spawned from there being an article that stated that it was possible that Ray Fisher was offered a small cameo in the Flash film. And after that is when he started his little pursuit to attack WB Studios for whatever reason. Right, like the timeline makes it seem like he got the offer that wasn't what he wanted and then subsequently went to on this whole like anti-WB tirade, right? Yeah, which yeah. 
it kind of would fall in line because he, if we recall, was potentially going to have a team-up film with The Flash. Mm-hmm. It was going to be The Flash and Cyborg in the initial workings of that film. Yeah. And it seems like, you know, obviously there's been a lot of drama and chaos with the film over the years. It's, you know, lost many writers, many directors. It's, mm-hmm. it's been through hell, right? So maybe he's unhappy with where he thought it was supposed to be, where he was going to be as a role. I don't know. It's possible that those are accurate. Yeah. But it seems like Momoa may be responding to that. And then on top of this, Ray Fisher also kind of threw shade at Ben Affleck saying that uh, him becoming Bruce Wayne slash Batman again in a cameo for the Flash film is a publicity stunt. Which... Which yeah, it probably was. Yeah, it probably was. But it probably wasn't like Ben Affleck was like, I'm going to do this just it to piss you off. It wasn't a last minute thing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he probably was planned to do that for a while. I think his tweet was something along the lines of a picture of his tweet about the investigation starting mm-hmm. with a date. And then, then it was like the reveal PM. that Ben Affleck would be coming back back for the role in the flash film was like two hours after that on the same day yeah so i think his implication is they're only showing this news today because they want to hide the fact that this investigation is a thing right um because which is probably accurate right i mean that what company wouldn't want to hide a bad look exactly that's literally what pr is his whole thing was they were supposed to reveal that at dc fandom which was bigger news and it would have made more sense because there wasn't a lot yeah it would have made more sense yeah (laughs) in fact Um, i think i even thought that i was like because i feel like fandom was like like within the week after that announcement i thought to myself why didn't they just do this at fandom yeah seemed like a logical time but i mean if you think about it that way can you also say that's a little interesting that ray fisher's investigation starts like a week before fandom Yes. Just saying. I'm not, pu- I'm not well, taking I, sides. I mean, <laughs> the timeline, he basically didn't start this whole thing until after the Snyder Cut was announced, it yeah. felt like. So maybe having that kind of publicity on the Snyder Cut, which he's a part of, gave him the motives to do... I don't know. It just yeah. seems like... None of it makes The point is, there's a lot of drama happening. So much. And I'm not sure why. Yeah. I, 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 I just wait. want to hear the details. At this point, like, I'm invested. Yeah. I want the details so I could just know why the fuck it's so important. Yeah, so I can that, understand. That so much is happening. so crazy. Yeah. Agreed. As far as the publicity stuff, like, it, Star Wars is kind of accused of the same thing. John Boyega had his GQ article where he basically attacked Disney for being not very diverse of with their uh, focus on characters in the Star Wars trilogy, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I have... A, it's fine. Okay. <laughs> I'm just like, there's so many different alien species. Does that not count? I, I think he's specifically referring he to ethnicities. Ethnicities? Of, okay. Not necessarily humans, but just... Right. Visual representation. Got it. Of... Because, like, when you say, oh, it should be more diverse, I'm, like, picturing the bar where there's, like... 50 billion different alien species yeah, in the bar. Yeah, I'm like, I, that is the definition of diverse. I but think he's just talking on a micro scale of from like actual an Earth species situation. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, okay. But, you know, he, he had that article come out, and then within that same day, shortly after, the Mandalorian release date was dropped for season two. Right. And so everyone's like, oh, well, this is clearly a response to the bad image that he put out toward Disney. Yeah. 
Of course it was. But people still like that. Yeah. I mean. They're still okay with that because it's something they care about. I Yeah. And I'm kind of bummed because, like, we've kind of talked about this before. It seems like we're not really expecting him to continue as Cyborg after this, right? Like, I mean, is they're that saying really a that realistic he's, thing? They're saying that he's still negotiations for the character. But, like, <sighs> let's be honest. He, this whole thing is so tainted. They, I can't imagine no him way wanting that they to. Possibly want him to continue, right? And I can't imagine him wanting to if he has such a negative feeling yeah, exactly. towards the situation. Exactly. It, it's if he did, it's just because of the money, right? Right. It's not because he actually wants to. Yeah. I can't imagine he'd want to. And yeah. then, and then what? He's gonna have restrictions on who he's gonna work with, and yeah. like, if he quote wins anything out of this, could it just make it worse as far as like his uh, expectations of what? decision making on sets right, and stuff right that's exactly I, the whole thing is so such a gray area and you never really know what can go on i did like i do have to say i like his version of cyborg better than the one on doom patrol oh easily <laughs> easily yeah you're not into like the cheap plastic look yeah i mean i didn't no i'm not yeah <laughs> i just Something about their demeanor, too. I feel like Ray Fisher's... Yeah. To be fair, like you had said when we were talking about this, you're like, oh, well, we did see him first. So he had imprinted on our brains what we thought yeah, Cyborg should be. Yeah, and I think we may be. have a bias like, well, yeah. our version of Cyborg is Ray Fisher. Yeah. Because that's what we saw and that's what we liked. So yeah. now this version is like, obviously, like, I'll, I'll deem him like the Party City version <laughs> of, yeah. of Ray Fisher. Because... Yeah. I really wanted a, uh, it was like around the time of Star Wars Episode One, uh-huh. and I really wanted the dual lightsaber that Darth Maul had. Okay. And, you know, those things are fucking expensive. They're right, kids' toys, and it was yeah. Star Wars at the time. And, yeah. Uh, so, I was all jazzed, because my mom was like, oh, I got you the, the dual lightsaber, right? Yeah. Turns out she bought me one from Party City. <laughs> It was like this so cheap... Party City has costumes? I'm thinking well, it's like, like party ha- supply like shit. Or... It's party supply shit. Okay. I'm thinking like Spirit Halloween. But so it's like. I mean, it was like. Like the cheaper version of that. Yeah. Okay. It might have been around Halloween. I don't fucking okay. remember. Got it. So Party City. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> I got this piece of trash plastic <laughs> wannabe lightsaber, which I thought was like the thing at the time. And it was like this knockoff version. Yeah. One side didn't work. So yeah. like you'd like. Twist it, launch both sides out, only one would come only one. out. So it was just a normal lightsaber Yeah, it then. was basically a normal lightsaber. Okay. It was half-assing it. Got it, got it. I was uh, pretty disappointed. Sorry. You know? <laughs> what am I supposed to do if, if I'm going to attack from both sides? Yeah. <laughs> Get the first guy, I'm dead on the second yeah, guy. Yeah, that, I mean, that, you have no other choice. Yeah. Way to go, Mom. Now I'm dead. Yep. You killed me. All because of the party city. Yeah. <laughs> i tell you one thing, there's no parties around here anymore. Yeah. I'm dead. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, I really can't wait to find out, like, the deeper story behind this whole drama situation. Because I have no idea what's going on, and it's so confusing, and constantly there's just, like, this cloud that's following us around. It's just following the internet. But uh, in the meantime, let's uh, get into some of our DTF quickies with some more DC news. You mean Batwatch 2020? I do. <laughs> It's pretty straightforward, unlike the uh, Ray Fisher stuff. That's good. Yeah. So Robert Pattinson was was being reported to have been positive for uh, COVID-19. Right. Okay. 
the filming of, of the Batman was shut down because of that. They were put on quarantine. Yes. Uh, like, what, like a day or two after we're coming back from, from yeah, a it, halt? It, I felt like I was confused when I saw the headline. I yeah. was like, didn't they just start again? <laughs> yeah. So uh, they are back to filming. Okay. Uh, basically is the only news there is. They just, it, it's been two weeks. They're back to filming now. So that's that. The Batman returns to filming. <laughs> actually, something else that came out was, it seems like it's actually unconfirmed whether Robert Pattinson was the person who was infected, right? Yeah. There that, was... That's something we should actually make sure we establish too. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Because the report but... was it was him, but I yeah. guess WB never confirmed that it was him. They yeah. just said it was a, a... member of the crew. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I think the report we read was they said that they had sources in the project yeah. saying Someone it was Someone familiar him. with the matter. <laughs> <laughs> One of those people. <laughs> Turns out it was just like a local with like yeah. <laughs> a telescope. A telescope. I saw him cough. <laughs> Motherfuckers got the Rona. <laughs> yep. I think it's safe to say that he's now going to have a mask on his mask. You think they're going to have like an attachable little mask that just like he puts like little rivets on either side of the open part Hell of yeah. his mask and then just like pulls it across. Yeah. <laughs> to disguise himself yeah. whenever he's in public. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be pretty good. The villains are chasing him down. And that car scene. Yeah. He puts the mask on. Yeah. And they go, where'd he go? <laughs> oh, who went that way? Yeah. Excuse me. Have you seen a guy who looks like a bat? <laughs> Hand over ears. <laughs> well, guess what? Since we're talking about DC, I have some good news for you. For me specifically for or spe- just society as you a whole? You specifically, but also society. But it applies very specifically to you because it's something that you've wanted for a while. Unlimited breadsticks? <laughs> no. <laughs> but if you wanted unlimited breadsticks, you should have just told me. We could have gone to Olive Garden. <laughs> I don't think we can. I'm not sure how the unlimited breadsticks works right now, though, because it's all like to go. Anyway. I mean, would families even be able to go to Olive Garden? Because it's like nine people or less, right? I, think I don't think families could even go. They're all Italian families. They have too many people. <laughs> okay. They probably just have to get it to I go. can say that. Yeah? I'm Italian. Because you're half Italian? <laughs> Legally, I can say such a thing. Got it. Yeah. Um, but, no, I know you've been wanting to watch Titans. And so there's a little bit of news surrounding Titans. The, the Dwayne Johnson uh, show on NBC? No. <laughs> the DC show. <laughs> We've got Titans, Young Justice, and Stargirl Season 1 are actually coming Transitioning from DC Universe to HBO Max, along with the renewal of Harley Quinn for season three. And that is now a HBO Max original. Okay, so basically they're saying, fuck the DC Universe. Yeah, they're like, and it's not working out. So. Streaming service, not the yeah, yeah. universe as a whole. <laughs> um, yeah, so they're actually going to be transitioning their like shows and whatnot to HBO Max as far as we can tell, at least for these ones. Um, and they're going to kind of focus on the comic str- comic service side. They're calling it DC Universe Infinite. So they're kind of realizing, hey, maybe we don't need 45 different individual streaming services. Let's just let somebody who knows what they're doing handle this and we'll deal with our comics. Sounds good to me. Exactly. Because I already so, have HBO Max. Exactly. I don't have 
DC Universe. And we weren't gonna. No. <laughs> well, especially when you see, like, Doom Patrol hit, like, the early seasons on mm-hmm. HBO Max. And then Harley Quinn hit early seasons on. Yes. It was kind of like, oh, the dominoes are falling. Yeah, like, maybe. Let's kind of yeah. hold out. Yeah. You know? And it, it paid off for you. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> the Lazy Bird gets the DC content. Yep. <laughs> So yeah, I, I'm I'm pretty excited. I, I you know I haven't seen Titans, obviously. I haven't seen Young Justice. Both I definitely want to see. Mm-hmm. Star Girl, I'm kind of like eh, because it's. I'm worried that it seems, got two CW it since it was great. put onto that service. Yeah. Uh, so I'll probably check out the first season, but that one I'm not too thrilled with overall. So yeah, this is just more the merrier essentially for me. Yeah. We don't have any, like, release dates, though, which is kind of at not, some point within the next find. year. Yeah, I didn't have any special or by details. The, by the beginning of the year, I would imagine. I would hope so. I'll, uh, well, we'll have to keep a lookout for that. Okay. Well, I've got some more good news on the other side of the pond with Disney. The Mandalorian has its first Emmy. Oh, that's good news. Yeah, for Disney+. Plus. Nice. So, that's pretty exciting because it shows that they can roll out good content and that's like basically their first big original right yes and we've got all these new marvel based originals coming out season two of mandalorian Mm -hmm. so uh, and they took home multiple emmys right not just one yeah a lot of them yeah Uh, so they won for cinematography production design sound editing sound mix and outstanding special visual effects. Well, yeah. That one's a mouse, a mouthful. <laughs> Which makes sense, right? You yeah. see kind of like the behind the scenes footage they've done on yes, other broadcasts for Disney Plus of like how they made the show and it's pretty interesting. Yeah. Uh it actually beat out Stranger Things, Watchmen, and Westworld. That's pretty fucking impressive. All three big shows. Yeah. With prominent CGI and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Well edited shows. Absolutely. So. It's very impressive. Congrats to the Mandalorian. Yep. Also on the way for Disney Plus, She-Hulk. I think they established they were doing uh, filming early 2021. But they've cast the character of She-Hulk, Tatiana Maslany. Uh, I think people know her mainly from Orphan Black, which was a pretty popular show. Yeah, I've heard that. Sh- I've heard that name a lot, but I've never watched it. Yeah, I've never seen the show. Everybody's like, "It's so good," but yeah, I, I don't I, know what it's about. <laughs> I found out from somebody uh, it's on Amazon Prime currently. Oh, okay. So maybe we can maybe check it out we'll then. check that out to see how she does. Uh, just have an idea of what she could do for She Hulk. Yeah. Or, or should I call her Shulk? Definitely Shulk. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, save some time. Yeah, of course. It's good to see that Disney Plus is making making some waves, you know? Yeah, Disney Plus is really making their mark on, on streaming services now. Uh, you know, we saw Mulan hit the service for a premium price, not just a part of the service. Right. Uh, and we were really skeptical that it could possibly make enough money, but it seemed like a dire situation they kind of need to do just to get it out. Mm-hmm. Potentially, it did really well for Disney. A analytical research firm called Seven Park Data says that nearly 29% of the U.S. households that subscribe to Disney Plus purchased Mulan for $30 through September 12th. 
Almost a third. That's kind of more than I expected. Yeah. You know, we had been saying, like, I'd love to see the data of how many people paid for it. Yeah. So they don't necessarily have that data. What they have is they did deductive reasoning, essentially, from the earnings report from Disney for the service that said 60 million global subscribers were using the service. Okay. Okay. They assumed that the U.S. made up about 50% of the data suggested from that report, which I don't really understand where they came to the 50% conclusion. I have to assume that there's some kind of data that backs up that it would be around 50%. Yeah, there must must be some kind of precedent set by other streaming services or some... Something yeah. like that, yeah. But for the sake of argument, we'll yeah. say this is, for now, theoretical. This isn't, we can't really say this is accurate because we don't know, right? Right. For all we know, they just made up 50% for exactly. whatever reason. yes. Okay. So, based off that 50%, it's roughly 9 million purchases for Mulan hmm. within that 30% of the U.S. market. Okay. Which then puts it around $261 million that Mulan made in profits. Got it. Okay. If this is accurate, it means that it actually did better than Tenet did in theaters because Tenet worldwide only brought in around 207 million. That might have changed since when I looked up this data. But right. uh that means just being streaming at home potentially shows that it's possible to have streaming services be successful uh for a theatrical substitute. Yeah, I really hope that this type of thing continues because, like, we've talked about it before. I feel like, to be honest, if Tenet was available to do PVOD, I would have, we would have rented it already, probably. Oh, easily. Because yeah, that's a movie I, that I, mean, I, I want to see, but I just... One, we don't have theaters in our area. But yeah, we two, don't even, even if we did, I would feel better about not going to one, so... <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> so, so, like, I'd be down. I kind of wish Tenet had given us that option. Um, but you know, here we are, <laughs> as you like to say. <laughs> yeah, but here we are. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm gonna be honest. Uh, I know that it it's important that theaters exist and that they come back for the economy and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But on a personal, selfish level, if they decided that they're just gonna start releasing all these movies at home on streaming services, I would probably be okay with that. Yeah, same. Uh, there's there's obviously a portion of films you want to see in theater because they have that action and big scale you want to see yeah. on the big screen. But overall, I think I would be completely okay with seeing majority of these films at home. Yeah, definitely. Save money on food, save, save time driving to the theater. Yep. Save the hassle of having to get tickets. Yeah, if, like it's like, oh, everyone's trying to fight for seats. Yeah, you don't have for to wait opening. in any fucking lines. You don't have to deal with the burnt popcorn smell, sticky seats, sticky floors, sticky fucking everything. It's just wait, uh, hold on, hold on. Do you have an issue with constantly having burnt popcorn? I mean, not all the time, and maybe not recently, but once when Excuse you smell me, it. Excuse me, sir. Uh, <laughs> my popcorn is below par. <laughs> When you do have an issue, though, like when they do smell, when they do burn the popcorn, it yeah. sticks with you forever. Like it just never goes away. It's fucking gross. It's just stuck in your nostrils forever. I had a terrible experience at the theater. Somehow I got burnt popcorn in my nose. <laughs> One star. <laughs> yeah. Would not recommend. 
And you burn popcorn in your nose, like an actual piece of popcorn, not just the smell? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that would be a pretty bad experience. Yeah. I mean, less bad than like a burnt nostril. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, Sir, (laughs) my popcorn tastes like burnt nostril. (laughs) How do you even know what that tastes like, though? (laughs) Let me try. I don't think it tastes that way. Nope, this is just shitty burnt popcorn. Yeah, this is just the popcorn that I failed to make appropriately. Ugh, yeah. So, I'm all for as many options of having, like, watching movies at home. I'll pay extra. I'll make my own fucking popcorn. We'll drink our own things. Mm-hmm. We don't need to be yeah, amongst I, the public. I'll burn my public. own fucking popcorn thing. Yeah, you. I'll burn it myself. Because no matter what the goddamn instructions say, it's never right. You know what's so weird to me is that... Almost every single popcorn bag says, do not use the popcorn button. Why the fuck does the popcorn button exist then? What is it there for? What microwave people were like, well, let's put a popcorn button that they can't they're use just, for popcorn. They're pop- just pranking popcorn. people. <laughs> Somebody's just doing Winston pranks. Yeah. <laughs> oh, next year, maybe we'll add a sushi pu- button. <laughs> <laughs> Some drug motherfucker's like, yeah. sushi sounds pretty fucking good. Yeah. I ought to use that button one of these days. Yeah. <laughs> they just stick a bag of rice in there, press the sushi button, hoping they get sushi out of it. <laughs> or they just put sushi in there. Mm, that would be so gross. Yeah, that was the point. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Any opportunity to not go to the public is great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And in your defense, this attitude was long before 2020 yeah, existed. Yeah, I was not liking the yeah. public before it was cool. <laughs> so, Amazon, any chance you could just put the shit in my house and I don't even have to open the door? Yeah. Some they, some do have yeah, that. Yeah, they have that weird... There's like a, a door it, lock thing. Is it still a thing? And it was like I think a, it's a thing. I think they were testing it for one point. I, I imagine they a, probably aren't doing it right now. Well, but, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody walks in. <laughs> Where you want me to put it? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so Mulan, theoretically, it did really well. Yeah. Uh, so let's assume that's accurate. Let's say yeah. it did do really well. Yeah. Disney is happy with that. Mm-hmm. We kind of talked about this a couple weeks ago. What about Black Widow? Does this set a precedent that maybe Black Widow could be successful on Disney Plus if... They decide that a November 6th release is not realistic. Mm -hmm. Because there's apparently reports that what they say is a... Or multiple individuals with knowledge of the situation... (laughs) Have disclosed that Black Widow will be delayed by Disney. I feel like I'm... I want that to be my Halloween costume this year. I'm just going to make a shirt that says individual with knowledge of the situation. Yeah. <laughs> of a situation. Of a situation. <laughs> I mean, if you have somewhere you can go wear that shirt, then yeah, sure. I'll just have to post a picture of it online. <laughs> Everyone's like, so what's the situation? <laughs> Which one? Yeah. All right, sorry. So this was based off a, a report from Variety. Basically, somebody who's, or I guess multiple somebody's 
who supposedly <laughs> are in the know of Disney's yeah. plans are saying that these in, these people had inside knowledge that Black Widow would be delayed, right? Right. So let's assume that's accurate. Do we potentially see Black Widow hitting Disney Plus as a premium? Or do you think they would just delay it to presumably December or next year? Well, early on. Here's the thing. Black Widow is supposed to start off phase four, right? Yes. So we... Again, if they if they delay this, and then then they potentially have to delay everything else because yeah. that's literally what happened when they delayed, yes. delayed this to November. Yeah, and so based on another piece of news that we'll touch on a little bit later, I'm gonna say they either can't delay it, or maybe they will go the Disney Plus route. I feel like they probably won't. They might, and maybe they'll just release it. Maybe they'll do both. I'd be okay maybe, with that because I mean, let's say that theaters do not open everywhere yeah. by november yeah exactly. okay let's say like it I'm, doesn't get worse yeah but it but stays it the same get better, yeah places are open but not everywhere yeah you could go see it in theaters if you want mm-hmm. or you can rent it for a premium price right. on disney plus yes uh, we know that apparently 30 dollars works for mulan mm-hmm. so i could argue that black widow is a much more I feel like Disney desired knows. film yeah. than Mulan Disney was. Disney knows damn well they could get forty to fifty so, bucks. So I mean, Black this Widow. is essentially the first Marvel film since since Spider Man, but I would argue since Endgame. Yeah, because it's more directly tied than yeah. Spider Man was. Right. So I feel like the demand is there for people. Like people are are thirsty for a new MCU film. Yeah, it's fucking time. So I think people will more openly pay this than they would for. Mulan, to be honest. Yeah, I agree. I think... Just don't fucking say it's going to be free after three months. Here's an idea. Keep your fucking mouth shut for three months (laughs) and then just let it happen. Yeah. (laughs) Then people will be like... Because you're... I mean, at this point, though, they did set a precedent with that weird shit that they did. So anytime they put something on, Disney Plus, that you have to pay a premium for, people Mm -hmm. are going to be like, well, it's just going to be free in three months. That is the one flaw to this now, is now people will expect that. Yeah. You know why? Because I expect that now. Because, yeah, I mean, you set the precedent. So now that's the rule (laughs) that I just made up. Which, of course, (laughs) it's probably going to change on the time between release and going to Disney Plus as a standardized product. Right. Based off how popular it is. You know, obviously the... The bigger title things will probably take longer than the ones that are not as ideal, right? Yes. So you got to take that in consideration. That's true. I think aside from the multiple individuals with knowledge of the situation, I think it was a pretty fucking safe bet that they were going to delay. Yeah. Assuming nothing gets better. I mean, Wonder Woman 1984 has already been delayed to December. Yes. Uh that would be like the most direct competition to this, right? Yeah. If WB wasn't confident in that movie getting a good crowd going to the theaters, I can't imagine Black Widow would yeah. be staying put. That's true. I just hope they don't push it. If they do delay it, I hope they don't push it past December because of Yeah, again, it's Disney Plus shows. Or it's going to impact all of the other Disney shows. Yeah. Uh so we have to assume WandaVision isn't going to have any kind of connection to it. Right. Because that comes out in December if that has not changed. Right. But it's possible that this has a direct connection to Falcon and Winter Soldier. Right. Because if any characters would tie in, it would be them. Yeah. We'll have to see. 
Yeah, so this is still technically a rumor, right? Yes. Okay. This is, I mean, well, it, yeah, again, it's Variety's reporting that somebody they know said this. Right. Within the industry. So it's hearsay. So, yeah. as of right now, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, apparently, they're also saying that Pixar's Soul, which was the newest animated film, was scheduled for November 20th and potentially going to be delayed as well. Okay. Uh, and possibly even put on Disney Plus instead. That would make more sense to me. Yeah. I guess they're, they're, the exact wording is they're exploring other release options for Pixar's Soul. Okay. Which I was kind of interested in this one. Uh, it's had an interesting concept. It was like a, I think it was like a jazz musician guy or something. Who, yeah. Who passes away and then he gets knocked off the path to go to heaven. And so it's like his journey to get back to heaven. Yeah. Kind of interesting. Interesting take. concept. Yeah. yeah. But a Disney insider, I guess, has disputed the claims for Pixar's soul being headed to Disney Plus. Okay. So who knows? Yeah. They were just like, nah. I mean, that's just one individual with knowledge of the situation. Yeah, there not were multiple. multiple. Yeah, multiple so, better than one. So you know, <laughs> conquer by numbers. You exactly. Know? Exactly. So technically, this is all rumor. So take it with a grain of sand. Sand, salt. Sand? Is it sand or salt? It's definitely salt. It's salt. <laughs> sand. <laughs> That'd be pretty good. I mean, they're both near the ocean, so. Yeah. Well, I mean. Sea salt, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, a grain of salt. It's definitely salt. Now I'm questioning myself. But, you know, it's like where you throw salt over your shoulder. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like in Dumb and Dumber. Yes. You just throw the whole container The whole of container. Salt. Yeah, exactly. But why isn't it pepper? Why, why Why? would you not throw pepper over? It's like the same concept. I don't know. I, I mean, I, peppers, maybe pepper's more expensive. Salt is like basically free. It's like the, it's like the poor man's pepper. <laughs> I mean, because you could just, like, there's just salt everywhere. Like, you just go get, like, a glass of ocean water and, like, yeah. evaporate it and there's a bunch of salt. I, why why are diners not doing this? <laughs> just set up your, your business by, by the shore. Yeah. Go get bins, fill them with seawater. Yeah. And just evaporate it into yeah. salt. Then you just have salt so you don't have it, to ever it buy It pays salt. for itself. Yeah. <laughs> you really should do that. And then it's, like, fancier, too. Yeah. Because it's sea salt. Yep. You can see it. Yeah. <laughs> I guess you're right. You can. Does that make all salt sea salt? Unless it's invisible. Oh. All I can tell you is if you're at a diner and you can't find the salt. Yeah. It's obviously not sea salt. Fair enough. <laughs> Why don't they call other salt ground salt or cave salt? Because there's salt in, like, mines and shit, I mean, right? sometimes, sometimes they say rock salt, which is not okay. wrong. <laughs> That's a term for, like, geology, though, right? Yeah, probably. Like, it's be all scientific. Yeah. I mean, because you can literally buy rock salt. Uh, dinosaurs used rock salt on their meals to save it for later. Yeah. Is that what they <laughs> the, literally from a textbook? <laughs> yeah, that was a thesis. Got it. <laughs> You know, they have, like, blocks of... In fact, that's actually how dinosaurs went extinct, was yeah. uh, they ran out of rock salt. And because of that, they couldn't preserve the food that they ate. Uh-huh. And then they starved to death. That's a new take. I haven't it's heard just, that. It's just science. Okay. <laughs> I haven't heard that one before. <laughs> well, got the inside scoops here. Yeah. Of sea salt. Per usual. We may be able to see salt. <laughs> By the seashore. Yeah. 
That's true. But what we can't see is the goddamn mustache on Mark Wahlberg for the Uncharted film. Oh, really? Via Tom Holland News. There's like a whole website? It's a, it's a, it's a just... tweet uh, <laughs> oh. thingy. A tweet thing. A tweet thingy. You're a so, twang. So savvy. It's a twang. <laughs> so like a Twitter account? It was a Twitter account. Okay. <laughs> where I assume, if my assumption is correct, <laughs> that they cover Tom Holland news. Okay. That seems like a fair fair guess. <laughs> I started to, I started to doubt myself halfway through explaining it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so pictures surfaced of Tom Holland and Mark Wahlberg during the filming in Berlin for Uncharted, where Wahlberg had, where Mark Wahlberg had no mustache in sight on his face at all. Thanks for the clarification. Playing the character of Sully, who would have a mustache yeah. on his face. Yeah. Nowhere else. In the film. <laughs> what, what would you have, like a butt stash? That's why I was wondering what you felt the need to qualify it with on his face. <laughs> I mean, I guess depending on how hairy your body is, you cut. could shave a, a mustache on your butt. That's true. You could give yourself a good old butt stash. It's good. Or or a a knee stash. A, or a crotch stash. I think that's just called pubes. Find a pube stash. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, so so no mustache on Mark Wahlberg's character, but I mean, w- this is something that people are pretty upset about. It's overall people are like, where the fuck's the mustache? Yeah, but <laughs> where's the beef? <laughs> well, the- With Sony for not having a mustache on Sully. <laughs> okay, but here's what I wonder: Isn't this set like it's kind of like early days, right? So. Do we know Sully always had a mustache or is this like maybe an origin of how he got his mustache? It's probably going to be an origin story. It's like the the cliche bullshit of like, oh, so that's how they got something minor that nobody fucking would have thought of. Yeah. Like in Solo where he, he got his last name. I don't have a last name. Yeah. Oh, so you're Solo. Solo. I shall call you Han Solo. I mean, it worked out really well for him. Yeah. So <laughs> at least you didn't call him Han Buttstash. You know, yeah. like that, you could have just made up a random word. Or Han Alua. Okay. Alulu. Aluya. Han Aluya. It's Hallelujah. Whatever. <laughs> Fine. That's his brother's name. <laughs> His Hal. brother Hal. Laluya. <laughs> Laluya. Okay. Spoilers, he now has a brother. <laughs> okay, so what do you think about the mustache situation? Um, you- I think it's weird that they don't have one. Yeah. I'm going to be honest. It, the character's always had a mustache as far as we know uh-huh. through all the games, right? There's been five games, four that I think he was in. Yeah. He's had a mustache. Even even the Uncharted 4, I think they had a lot of backstory of the younger Drake and Sully. Mm-hmm. And they both had... Well, no. And he had a mustache. <laughs> That's, I don't think the 10-year-old had a mustache. They both had a mustache. Maybe a mustache, <laughs> but not a mustache. Does that make your upper lip called a mus? I guess. 
curious. I, that's a good question. Where <laughs> where did the name come from? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe we're mispronouncing <laughs> it. Maybe it's must ash. Yeah, it could be. Like it's so bad, you got to burn it. Yeah, I mean, some people look really bad with a mustache. So, <laughs> I have a theory. Okay. I think Mark Wahlberg is just not capable of growing a burly mustache that he needs. Burly mustache. Okay. Is that the right word? It is, yeah. I felt like it's it worked. Just, yeah, it was very appropriate. Okay. So here's my theory. He can't grow a mustache. Okay. So they're just going to CGI a mustache in. Okay. You know, so you much, think- it's like the anti- Justice League yeah. scenario. So are they going to call up WB and be like, can we have the, the parts that you cut out? Of- yeah. Uh, <laughs> can we have Henry Campbell's mustache? Could we just get the, <laughs> the mustache <laughs> and we'll just kind of we'll edit it. it into our yeah. our film? I mean, yeah. Why not? <laughs> I mean, it's possible. They have footage Maybe. of just a mustache it's somewhere out there. Just a mustache floating around on the screen. <laughs> that would be pretty funny. I mean, I feel like there's going to be a good reason. Yeah, maybe he'll just, maybe he grows a mustache really fast. Yeah, maybe he was undercover. so by the end of the movie, he's going to have a mustache. Maybe he was undercover for some reason. Yeah. Like trying not to get noticed by like some people he owes money to or some shit, you know? Shaves his mustache. They get get caught up with the wrong people and they're... They're on the run. Yeah. So he grows a mustache and they they can't find out where he is. He just puts his finger over his lip. (laughs) Sir, where where did Sully go? (laughs) Who's that? You look like a a burly, stashed man. (laughs) All right. Well, since we're on the topic of gaming kind of already, let's uh, move on into our gaming portion of quickies. First thing up, the... I already have those. I already have quickie games. What are they? It's called Warzone. Oh. Are they die. Pretty fucking oh. easily. <laughs> These days, I'm not doing my greatest. I bet I'm faster. Yeah, you should probably brag about that. <laughs> they don't let me in the game because I'll I'll die so fast. <laughs> All right. So first thing up, we've got the Mass Effect trilogy remastered appears to have been leaked. Uh, listings went up on a Portuguese retailer website indicating October 2020 release. They have since been taken down. As usual, of course. But, uh, it, it, I mean, all signs point to, yeah, that's probably going to happen. Yeah. You know what I want to do someday? Huh. Is just make, a, like, a dummy site that looks like a real retail thing. Yeah. And then just post, like, fake-ass things and then delete them. Yeah. To, like, make it look like something exists, but it doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> a fake site. I was like, well, so, like, we got this covered? <laughs> we'll call it We Got This Trash. We Got This Trash. Yep. <laughs> um so yeah there were three uh pick uh, what are they called covers i guess posted um the first person on that tweeted this or whatever said it looked like it was a new logo but it turns out it was just a logo that was with the xbox 360 launch so it wasn't that exciting um i think it just said like remaster remaster yeah yeah Uh, this has been rumored for a while i think there was some evidence that it may have existed for sure, mm-hmm. at some point, but they've never officially said it. I don't believe. Yeah, one thing of note, I think, was that there was a Switch version up there as well. That would make sense. Yeah, because I imagine they could they could easily put that on the Switch. I mean, you see, you see The Witcher and Doom and stuff on the Switch. That's true. Uh, these are older games. I'm sure that they have the ability to to run on the Switch tech right now. Yeah, that's a good point. I felt like I 
I was thinking that, like, the first Mass Effect was computer only, but then I guess I'm wrong. It's the opposite. Like, they were only on Xbox, and then they went to computer afterwards. I don't know which was first, but Mass Effect 1 was a Xbox 360 exclusive. Okay. And then the franchise went multi-platform after that. Got it. Okay. Uh, But that doesn't necessarily mean it wasn't on PC. It just means it wasn't on PlayStation. Right. Well, when I first started playing Mass Effect 1, it was on my computer, and I was, like, having a hard time with the controls. So, I don't know. I had, for some It was probably early enough it didn't have controller support, I imagine. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. It was weird. So, I didn't have as much fun as I think I probably would have if I already knew what was going on. But I am, like, the opposite of a normal Mass Effect fan. Like, I love the shit out of Mass Effect Andromeda. So, I know that's, like, not normal. But after playing that, I really wanted to go back and play the first three. And that's notably not... Not a part of this because it's called a trilogy, trilogy. right? Yeah, so it's yeah. mainly the other three games. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so these are games I never really got to play myself. Mm-hmm. I think we have at least the first one as backwards compatible on Xbox. Yeah. Um, but if this is real, then I would easily just wait and <laughs> yeah. play the, the, the remaster of it. Of course. Because you know they're going to fine-tune all the controls and yeah. and the way that and the, you navigate the menus. and Exactly. And it's going to be, you know... Probably Quality of life changes. They'll like, probably do something cool for the next gen as well, I would imagine. I'm sure there'll be up- updates you could do. So Yeah, so we'll uh, keep our eyes peeled for that. Yep. Isn't that a morbid saying? Keep your eyes peeled? Like, who's... What do you peeling? Does that just mean, like, you keep them open? It does, but it implies you're, like, peeling Like, your eyes... Like, you're sleeping and someone's like, Hey, keep your eyes peeled. It just pulls your eyes open while you're asleep. Yeah. Or are they actually literally pulling them off? Like eyelids. That's what I'm wondering. What, oh, what, what did we watch where that happened? Uh, the was it the boys? boys? Spoilers? I oh, think. Was that it? Nope, it wasn't the boys. What was that from? Raised by wolves. Yep. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So much peeling of things. Well, uh, Mass Effect isn't the only franchise coming back. Missed. Splinter Cell and Assassin's Creed are all getting VR games on the Oculus Quest. Ooh, fun. And the Quest is the wireless one, right? I believe so. Yeah. And I think they even announced a uh, Quest 2 or something like that recently. Yeah. Or at least something was leaked or something like that. So, Myst, a very popular game back in, like, 93. Basically, it was a first-person puzzle game. Uh, they're giving updates to that in the art. Uh, they're going to give you options that you can randomize the puzzles. Uh, give just overall a reimagined version of the game. Okay. In VR. So nice. that's pretty fucking cool. Splinter okay. Cell. Uh, this is kind of a weird move because I feel like people just want a fucking regular Splinter Cell game. Yeah. But now they have it in VR, which is a niche they're market. Like, we so. know you want a sequel, but how about a VR one yeah. instead? <laughs> we'll give it to you. Yeah. <laughs> But you might not be able to play it. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like an Assassin's Creed one would be kind of cool, depending on where they go with it. But, like, being in VR and having to go, like, pick someone's pocket or whatever. Yeah, I feel like they could do, like, very basic, cliche VR stuff with an Assassin's Creed game. Yeah. Like, you'll jump off the building into the hay or something. Yeah. Or, uh, like you said, going through the crowds and stuff. Maybe you have to, like, kind of disappear from people or, or walk through and try and avoid getting caught while you're going through although kind of like one of the characteristic things about the assassin's creed games is like the free run where you can like 
run and jump and climb at the same time, like the same keys or controls. So it'd be interesting. I'm interested to see if they are able to do anything like that. Because like, yeah, I I don't know if we really ever play with a quest. Uh, Maybe at like E3, we've done like demos on it. I can't recall. I don't remember. Um, But yeah, I guess it's just a matter of the tech and whether they can make a fluid control system. I can't wait like until that. we're in a society where you can own like one of those things where you're you have like a waistband and you're in the middle of like a you know, where you're like free floating and you can like move your body and all kinds of shit. Like that'd be fucking cool for VR. Okay. So you can actually like actively run. I've seen like and do videos sh- of people like wearing like the like, kind of like you said, it's like connected to like a like a arm that's connected to like a treadmill that like yes. goes in all directions yes. and you're just standing there moving around yes. and stuff. That's some crazy shit. It seems so fucking cool. That's what I'm ready for. And give it 20 years. Are you ready for yes, it? Yes, I'm ready for that. Yo, ready for this? Yes, I am. Jessica's ready for this. <laughs> I just feel like VR doesn't feel like truly VR and with all of that trash on your body, you know? I guess. Yeah. I'd have to argue that some games I feel like I'm pretty immersed in. Yeah. Like, Iron Man, for a little while, I was like, fuck, yeah. Like, I was like, you know, I'm sitting there in my boxers. You're like, looking I how, am yeah. Iron Man. Hello, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you're like a badass and shit. Yeah. Like, there's yeah. been moments where, like, I, like, fuck up some bitches in the... In the in the game, and I'm yeah. like thinking I'm like really cool and yeah. shit. Reality is like pat my cats are just looking at me in my boxers, yeah. looking like a dumbass. Yeah. Well, I mean, on the top of Assassin's, on top of on the topic of Assassin's Creed. Um. So gods and monsters. Remember how we were excited for that game, and now it doesn't seem to be the same name. Now the name is something different. It's like entirely immortal. Immortals Phoenix Rising. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's like they just threw in a bunch of words into a hat and they're yeah. like, okay, pick three. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> one noun, one verb. Two nouns, one verb. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it turns out that this is potentially because <laughs> um, Monster Energy disputed the trademark of Gods and Monsters, which is super fucking dumb in my opinion. But here's a little cu- couple quick details about that. Um, Monster Energy claimed that could cause confusion with almost all of their trademarks, including Monster Army, Monster Energy Energy Drink, and more. They also stated they believed their trademarks would be damaged by gods and monsters, which is like, hella fucking douchey, first of all. Nobody respects an energy drink, specifically. Like, respect is not a word you associate with an energy drink, right? I don't know. Okay, yeah. I mean, (laughs) I can't say that I bought one because I thought I respected the drink yeah you're like oh yeah they, they have integrity as a business yeah that's not why people buy them yeah whatever you don't find yourself walking down the street chugging a monster energy drink correction sorry a gods and monsters energy drink <laughs> and someone looks at you and gives you the nod of approval and says respect nope i sure don't <laughs> okay and then there was a, another claim that ubisoft couldn't use the word monster because monster energies trademarks were famous i guess that's another like reason you can say no you can't do that because no you know what's famous yeah red bull gives you wings yeah exactly <laughs> not monster yeah kyle would drink it <laughs> yeah exactly 
Um, what is that? I don't even know what their slogan is. What I the fuck is Monster slogan? Isn't it slogan? just Monster? I don't know. It's green. <laughs> green. <laughs> the the other green serum. <laughs> so uh, Ubisoft opposed their uh, like arguments and denied that the opposer, Monster, that their alleged marks are famous, <laughs> which is like hella shade. Like, yeah, they're not famous. It's not that big of a deal. Yeah. Um, and then Ubisoft also pointed out, rightfully so, that there are many trademarks containing the word monster in many categories internationally and federally. Basically, Ubisoft was like, you guys are fucking dumb. Mm. Let us have it. But clearly something went wrong and uh, Ubisoft decided to change their fucking name to something lame. They probably just found it less of a headache yeah. financially to just change it instead of having to go through the battle and lose a bunch of money because Monster would probably try and fight it. Right. Unleash the beast. That's a terrible slogan. You know, it's funny as I looked up Monster Energy slogan and then the first thing was a result of Monster filing a lawsuit against another company for Thunder Beast LLC, a small root beer company, mm. root beer brewery, that they didn't want to use Thunder Beast because of the word beast. Wow. Did they win? Probably just because they're a bigger company because they could they afford the lawyer. the use of beast and the company's name encroached on the monster's trademark slogan, Unleash the Beast. We didn't know your slogan, so it's not that cool. We Are know they going to sue everything that has monster and beast it in it? Seems like it. Because Transformers had Beast Wars. Are they going to get confused? Like, whoa, 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 why are these all these energy drinks attacking each other? I don't understand. <laughs> what are they transforming to? More energy? I, <laughs> yeah. Energon. Are, are they going to sue, uh, I don't know, tech companies and solar companies for the word energy? Yeah. Did exactly. they? I mean, I oh, no. <laughs> you gave me a look like. No, I gave you a look because like I okay, predicted it. I'm going to read this. By 2019, the company has initiated over a thousand trademark cases that have been reviewed by the U.S. court system or U.S. Patent and Trademark Office's Trademark Trial and Appeal Board, making them a poster child for, quote, trademark bullying, which the USPTO defines as a trademark owner that uses its trademark rights to harass and intimidate other businesses beyond what the law might be reasonably interpreted to allow. I was going to say, there's got to be like a, a point where you can only have so many like attempts. At a certain point, you can't keep yeah. opposing words or other shit yeah. that's trademarked. There, you should have to have a significant reason to be like, I'm going to sue you. You can't just be like, oh, you have a word that's tangentially related to one word in our slogan or name. We're going to sue you. That doesn't make sense. They're not encroaching on your business. They're not a competitor. Fuck Mm -hmm. off. The only thing I could argue, I guess, would be that Monster is involved in the gaming industry to an extent with like esports and, you know, just like E3s, like conference events and stuff like that, where they do a lot of sponsorship branding and stuff. So in that sense, sure, I guess you could maybe argue that. But it doesn't even sound like they're even trying to argue it in that sense. Yeah. So, yeah, this instantly reminded me of, like, when people try and predict what big companies will use as their website domains. And so they buy them all out. And then they try and sell them to the, to the companies for a shit ton of money. Yeah. This says... Uh... Monster Energy loses most many of their lawsuits. Of however, course they do. However, as with other cases of trademark bullying, the main goal of the lawsuit seems to be bankrupting the opposition at which they are quite successful. Of course. So that's and that's how what I was saying is that's why like Ubisoft being, was like, yeah, they're like, whatever, fuck it. Fuck whatever. it. Because, God, I mean, that's, that's pretty much what most lawsuits come down to, right? Is one side 
has more resources available to basically destroy the other one from not even being able to compete and win the suit. I just can't get over the fact that, like, the Kyle of energy drinks is the Kyle of, like, companies. (laughs) Okay, yeah. (laughs) Like, just way to live up to your name and reputation. Like, douchebags drink it and douchebags run the company, clearly. Because... That's just, I don't know. I just feel like that's not ethical behavior. I'm not saying everyone who drinks a monster is a douchebag. That's just a stereotype, I know, obviously. I, know. I'm, I drink monster still periodically. <laughs> it's not my preference. So I guess you were right I then. guess I'm a douchebag. Uh, I'm not saying that everyone's a douchebag. I'm just saying it's the, it's the fucking, you know, stereotype that everybody's aware of. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> everyone's aware of. Yeah, people know it. It's a public thing. I didn't make it up. Whatever. Anyway, I just, I think they're trash. I don't, I don't like that. I don't like trademark bullying that mm. I just learned was a thing and I don't like it. I mean, it makes sense that it's a thing. Yeah, because capitalism. Anyway. <laughs> Speaking of capitalism, Nintendo 3DS has ended production after 10 years and over 75.87 million units sold. Uh, the console, handheld I should say, was released in 2011 for $250. That's a lot of money. <laughs> For uh, considering the difference in technology. They've had a lot of different variations of this. They had the 2DS and they went to the 3DS. And then later on they're like, oh, it's now a 2DS again. <laughs> it's a it's a 2D 3DS or some shit. I don't remember what it was. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the one I bought. Yeah. <laughs> it's a hybrid. Because <laughs> to me, $250 is way too much for a handheld. Yeah, that's a nope. I mean... <laughs> Maybe this is like elitist, but I don't feel like handhelds are like equivalent to console gaming. Like they're fun. Yeah. But I feel like they're limited to what you can do. Yeah. At least a true handheld. Like the Switch has obviously improved quite a bit over like a real handheld. I guess my biggest complaint, I guess, is I just don't like the small screen situation. Right. I want to be able to just play it on a big screen with a controller. Yes. Um, So I guess really it's just not meant for me. Right. But uh, yeah, I think I bought like mine for like $70 or something crazy on like a sale when they were basically just trying to shovel out more yeah units mm-hmm. so worked out for me yeah and obviously I think the switch has basically been the device to kind of connect both their handheld and their console sides right right so it's it's the two-in-one and speaking of the switch Nintendo had a September 17th mini where they announced a few more games, particularly in the Monster Hunter franchise. They have a game called Monster Hunter Rise and Monster Hunter Stories 2, Wings of Ruin, which are both announced for a 2021 release. I want to say one was in spring and one was in summer. And they will have some form of compatibility with each other. So do they already have a Monster Hunter Stories 1? I would have to imagine. (laughs) Okay. But I am unfamiliar with it. Okay. So basically, this whole compatibility thing just kind of reminds me of Pokemon, mm-hmm. right? Buy both these games and they'll work with each other somehow. Yeah. You know, that's Nintendo being Nintendo. Yeah. Well, I guess it's Capcom, but it's on Nintendo, so. Right. Close enough. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and Monster Hunter Rise will make use of a grappling hook mechanic, which lets you swing around like Spider-Man. So. So, uh, Sony, you might want to get a hold of Monster Energy and see how you could bully <laughs> Capcom into not using into that. not using a grappling hook like yeah. Spider-Man since yeah. you 
seem to own everything Spider-Man related. Yeah. Keyword, supposedly. Yeah, get on that, Sony. <laughs> and on the topic of supposedly, I am supposedly trying to get into shape. <laughs> supposedly. <laughs> and Fitness Boxing 2 was announced to drop in December for the Switch. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, again. So I guess there was a Fitness Boxing 1. <laughs> Apparently. Maybe we'll uh, go get a second set of Joy-Cons so I can try this with you. If it's, uh, if it's even multiplayer, I don't know. I'm sure it is. Uh, I mean, but we don't need a game to... We don't need to buy a video game to box, you know. Yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> when legally speaking. How, how realistic do you want the, the game to be, you know? <laughs> I just don't want to have to buy boxing gloves. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, uh, you mean... You, we wouldn't have to buy like a, a second set. We'd have to buy like a second and a third set because oh. our first set is completely trash now. It's got the Joy-Con drift. Oh, and I see. I it see. It can you just can't use them anymore. Got it. I pretty much have to use my Pro controller or else I can't play. So really, it's not even handheld for me. <laughs> That's unfortunate. <laughs> so it's a small tablet. <laughs> yeah, or I just yeah. on the TV. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, we'll keep an eye out for Black I don't know. Friday. I'll, then. I'll probably check that game out. Yeah, on like a Black Friday kind of situation. Yeah. Or I guess it would be after that, be Christmas time. Oh, right, right. I meant for the Joy Cons. Oh, the yeah. Joy Cons. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I don't know. Again, Nintendo doesn't like to do sales that often. Yeah, that's true. So, but so, it's possible. So there were um, like exercise games on the Wii and stuff, and I know I had that, but like the Wii, the Wii Chucks, the, what are they called? The nun- Nunchucks? Wii? Uh, we nuns. We nuns. <laughs> <laughs> They're like French nuns. Yeah. That you just swing around. You just swing the around house. a bunch of nuns. Yeah. You swing them around by their like habit thing. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're like, we, we, do it more. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, the, the we nunchuck controllers were, I feel like they were just like kind of too bulky. Like they were still kind of small, but. They were bulky enough that it was like, yeah, there's a controller in my hand and it's not real exercise. But I feel like the the Joy-Cons are much smaller and I feel like I might be able to fool myself into thinking I'm actually exercising <laughs> not not holding a controller in my hand because they're so much smaller. Well, wouldn't you want the bulkiness to feel like you have like a weight in your hand? Yeah, but they weren't big enough for that. They mm. were just big enough to like they be annoying. They were fake ass weights. Yeah. They were big enough that I couldn't make a real fist or, you know, I don't mm. know. It was just kind of weird. Yeah. So it just might be easier to be like immersed in the exercise with these smaller Joy-Cons. But you'll have to wear the strap. So I don't know about you, but the the, the controller wrist thing's taking me out of it. Oh, do they? Talk about immersion for VR. Yeah. Um, But like, you know, they do a little bit, but I'm not trying to have controllers sticking out of the TVs and shit. So, I, I mean. I mean, I would hope you wouldn't want your TV shitting. <laughs> oh, fuck. It's coming right for me. What does TV shit even look like? Is it like electronic parts or does it look like regular shit? I, I don't know. I've never seen it. <laughs> does it smell? I'm not throwing controllers at the TV that <laughs> make it shit. Have you been blaming the dogs for the TV this whole time? <laughs> yeah, that would be really unfortunate if the TVs were shitting and we, we just never knew. Yeah, that would be really You just have shit piling up behind the TV. Yeah. I mean, yeah, because, I mean, it can't walk away, so it would yeah. just it would just live there. Look at the dogs. Why the fuck do you smell like shit? <laughs> You have the TV just, like, sitting there in a bunch of shit that you can't see because it's just not moving. It's awkward. Yeah, I have no problem keeping the wrist straps on because 
it's it's less less annoying than TVs are expensive. <laughs> uh, and lastly, as far as the Nintendo event, Ori and the Will of the Wisps and Hades were both announced to uh, be on Nintendo Switch that current day. I think the eShop particularly. Okay. So anyone interested in those games can go get them on Switch as of the 17th. Cool, cool. Yeah. And Ori is the sequel to the uh, Xbox game. Ori in the Blind Forest. Yeah. And then Hades yeah. is like a dungeon crawler type game. Mm-hmm. Well, that's fun. Yeah. You, you hear that, everybody? Anyone with a Switch? Jessica gives the approval. I actually, I haven't played Will of the Wisps yet, but I really liked Ori and the Blind Forest until I got stuck at a point where I can't progress, so I got furious at it and I rage quit. But I just want to get past that point so I can continue the game. <laughs> but I mean, I would just walk away. But I want to keep playing. It was a really fun game. This is what pisses me off. I did the just same thing. Just play the second one. Just forget about the first but one. But I don't want to forget. I want to play it. This is the problem. I was really enjoying it until I got pa- got to this one point. Because it doesn't do, like, you can't save on the fly. Mm-hmm. It's one of those fucking things. Well, you can. There's a, a, a skill tree thing that you can get that lets you save on the fly. Okay, well, I don't have that. Mm. But, so you can save, but you can, if you're in this, like, whatever. There's a thing that you, it's between multiple different steps of a puzzle area that if you die in the middle of it, there's no area to save when you're in the middle. Because gotcha. you have to keep moving the whole time. Gotcha. Yeah. Pissed me off, so. But it was really fun, and the graphics were really cool, and the story was interesting until I got pissed off at it. So I mm. still recommend people do it, because people might be less lazy than I am about finishing games. Gotcha. Well, in the meantime, Microsoft is allowing people to print out a cutout of a Series X and Series S, where you can put together and place in your house to figure out where you want to put it and position it for the start of next gen. This is really cool. I feel like I, I want to do it just so I can see. Mm-hmm. But like, I mean, we don't need to. Like, we'll oh, I'm gonna do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll so, definitely be doing this. Yeah. Like, we're, tra- I, we're trying to get the Series X. I'll yeah. probably do both. Just yeah, to... like I, I want to do both just because I think it'd be fun. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, this is very smart marketing. Yeah. What are, what are they doing essentially? They're free advertising. They're free advertising. <laughs> yeah. They're they're making it so. People can take pictures of their fake console yeah, in their house. Exactly. And post it as a launch hype, right? Right. Yeah, I think it's really smart. Definitely. That's how you, uh, <laughs> that's an advantage that they have for not having crazy shapes. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> PS5 could not do this. <laughs> Sony's like, uh, just, it's fine. just use your router. <laughs> yeah. it's, it'll, it's like the same concept. Yeah. <laughs> Tape some paper to the sides. Mm-hmm. Not only is, the Xbox Series X and S smaller than the PS5. Yeah. But apparently the Series S file sizes of games will actually be smaller than even the Series X file sizes. Interesting. Which kind of makes sense that they're not the same size games, right? Right, they're, yeah. The resolution is lower, so they're not going to have as much data involved in in the game, Right. Right. So Xbox Director of Program Management, Jason Ronald, confirmed that game install sizes will be approximately 30% smaller on the Series S than on the Series X. They're targeting a 1440p resolution instead of a 4K on the Series X. Okay. I think they said, too, that it was really up to the developers where they wanted to focus on the processing power and, like, all that stuff and the data. So, Mm -hmm. you know, 
they could go even lower resolution, I guess, if they theoretically wanted to, to like focus on frame rate and stuff like that. And so there'll be a span of, of whatever for the size. But that kind of highlights why the Series S has a smaller hard drive. Yeah. Maybe not necessarily why it has a smaller hard drive, but I guess it kind of eases the concern of a smaller yes. hard drive because you could theoretically have more games or proportionally the same amount of games yes. as the X. Exactly. Depending on what games you have and, and how many you download or whatever. Right. But enough about Xbox. Let's get into the competition with PlayStation. The PS5 had their September showcase, and boy, did they have a lot of information. Yes. Not just from the showcase, but the aftermath of the showcase. Yeah, uh, there was just like rapid fire. Both good and bad. There's yeah. a lot of information, depending how you feel about it, mm-hmm. but it's definitely worth talking about. So, well, jumping into the PS5 event, Final Fantasy 16 was revealed. That They had a trailer. Uh came out that this was going to be a PlayStation console exclusive. Okay. The PlayStation console exclusive label was very confusing to people, though, because the trailer started out saying that the trailer was running on a PC emulating the PS5. Mm-hmm. So really it was PC. Yeah. Nonetheless. Yeah. So then when you hear that it's exclusive to PS5, it got confusing, obviously. Yeah. So how do you have a PC situation then? That is a good point. Um, and then I think it was later revealed that it was going to be as well on PC, and then it was retracted that it was not on PC. Okay. Then people were like, oh, so this is a PlayStation exclusive. Turns out it's actually a timed exclusive. Oh, okay. Once people started investigating, uh, it turns out the game will be exclusive on PS5 for six months, then it will hit PC. Okay. And then after another six months, it'll be on Xbox. Okay. So one year of exclusivity as far as consoles go. Gotcha. Again, that's kind of Sony pretending like they have an exclusive that's not necessarily a full exclusive. Right. Uh, if you notice, they didn't say that. Usually you'll see it say timed exclusive. Yeah. They did not say that in the trailer. Oh, uh, Okay. I mean, I have to say something about this, though. I don't really follow the Final Fantasy games at all, but the creatures in this look fucking cool. A lot of them look like just what they typically have. They, they oh, usually okay. use the same creatures okay. overall. I just felt like, like the... that big tentacle ball creature with yeah. the big mouth. Yeah. That's like a trademark creature oh, in, is the, it? in okay. the series. I feel um, like the graphics looked really good. I mean, yeah, it, yeah, it's next gen, right? And I'm not, I'm not saying it as a surprise. Yeah. I just was commenting as somebody who's not familiar with the franchise. I've never gotten into it. I think it looks kind of cool. Yeah, uh, if you if you dumb down and simplify what the plot seems to be, it kind of looks like they're telling the uh, Phoenix saga for mm-hmm. Marvel. Oh, okay. Jean Grey. Like, right. It kind of right. sounds like it's just that. It's like this phoenix creature like rises from yeah. some kid right yeah That's what it seemed like the concept was look like they had shiva and ifrit the the two summonings that like are you know prominent in the games mm-hmm. it seemed like they had those two in the trailer they had the chocobos the birds that they ride and yeah it, it had all the final fantasy you know yeah stuff so i'm interested in it but um again it's i guess at this point whether we get a ps5 unless we wait till a year later yeah, I guess we'll have to see. <laughs> yeah. Uh, of course, their big, big, big announcement, Miles Morales, uh, they gave uh, gameplay footage, 
Premise is, Miles has moved to uh, Harlem and now is dealing with an enemy corporation called Roxon. Uh, his mother seems to be uh, running for some form of government position. Yeah. And the main antagonist seems to be Tinkerer. Mm-hmm. Which I was surprised to see. I was surprised to see that it was a female. Yeah, that's a kind of another spin on it. it yeah. And it kind of reminded me of the female Doc Ock character. Okay. Uh, had like the robotic tentacles, right? Mm-hmm. Only two instead of four. But right. it reminded me of that character. What I thought was kind of interesting, though, was the trailer starts out with them being at like a rally for his mom, her thing, right? Her yeah, campaign. Yeah, so there's like a street and fair. Then and then there was an attack, right? Rally. Yeah. That's literally what happens in one of the missions for... Miles's character oh, really? in the 2018 Spider-Man game. Oh, okay. So I feel like that's a bit of a rehash. One little critique I would have. It feels a little reused. Gotcha. Otherwise, the game looks like it, it looks good. Like I, here's the thing, I I feel, and I'm probably in the minority about this game. I feel like it doesn't look extremely better than the other Spider-Man game on PS4. Mm-hmm. Like it looks good. But I can't say it looks exponentially better than, right. like, it, it looks just as good, maybe a little better, but, like, not enough that I'm like, oh, my God, right. this is so great. I have to get a PS5, mm-hmm. uh, especially now that they're saying PS4 has the game, yeah. which we'll get into in a little bit. Yeah. But um, overall, it felt like this was just more of Spider-Man from the already existing game. We know it's using the same engine. They do have some new mechanic type fighting, but it kind of feels like they just kind of mashed in infamous Second Son type fighting and mechanics into Mm -hmm. his attacks, which isn't a bad thing necessarily, but I feel like we're getting just kind of more of the same of what we've already got in other Sony games in the last couple years. Okay. I guess I'm just saying people should probably keep their expectations low. Got it. Uh, otherwise, it, it looks like you're getting pretty much what you liked about Spider-Man, and that was a really fun game. So Yeah, I thought it looked really cool. I only played the Spider-Man demo whenever we played it a long time ago, but it seemed, I, I think I agree with you from what experience I have, so, mm-hmm. yeah. But I thought the graphics looked really good, and I thought it was really interesting to see him walking through that little street fair and stuff. I thought it was kind of cool. A, and that's, like, another, that's, it's like, a very cliche. Legacy. That's a very cliche. <laughs> yeah. Sony first-party game yeah. uh, formula. Yeah. A lot of their games do this kind of thing where they have those narrative set pieces where you're walking through, like, an environment. And, and you're hearing people and you're, talk. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're kind of absorbing the yeah. the humanity's just existence yeah. around you. And that's fine, but it it's what you see in every game that right. they do. Yeah, that's true. I'd say the, 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 the second biggest announcement that they had was Harry Potter officially has an rpg yeah that we all knew existed we saw leaks and Mm -hmm. uh, was never confirmed but it's actually called hogwarts legacy and it takes place in the late 1800s yeah so long before harry potter existed yeah and maybe the one that shall not be named 20 to 30 years before fantastic beasts okay that guy yeah what's his name again johnny depp (laughs) Oh, no, I just meant the main character. Oh, Newt. Newt Scamander, yes. Newt Scamander. Yeah. and then I, I barely knew her. Okay. 
We also know from those movies that uh, Albus Dumbledore was already headmaster at Hogwarts at that time. So was he still, was he also headmaster during the time of the game? Because it was only 30, approximately 30 or so years before. I guess we'll find out. So, I mean, yeah. They we'll could easily out. make him not just to make it easier so they don't yeah. have to worry about any chronological issues. True, yeah. And I have a feeling they probably will because yeah. based on what we saw, it looks like there were no direct. I couldn't see any direct ties. Yeah, and the, the the character that you play as, it seems to be very customizable. So I'm assuming it's just kind of, you make your own character. There's not any real set plot point to who you are. Yeah. Uh, so. I would imagine this game is going to be completely independent of any other storylines. Just yeah. so they don't have to worry about any of that. Because, but that's what makes it a better RPG, in my opinion. Because you don't have to align yourself to a specific plot line. Mm-hmm. Because that's, that's how, like, I know I always bring this up, but Lord of the Rings War in the North, it was like a separate, separate group that was not in the movies or, like, it wasn't the primary focus of the books. We weren't the characters from the movie? No. I thought you played as uh, the dwarf guy in Legolas. And... No. Oh, okay. Whatever. It was a female elf and another dwarf guy a, and another. A shelf? Yeah, a shelf. And there, like, you had the same, you had the Dunedin, uh, what do they call him? Aragorn, whatever his mm-hmm. race. Group. Ranger. Ranger. Human. There you go. The ranger. ranger. The Dunedin Ranger. And then the, the female elf and the uh, dwarf. But they were not the same ones from the stories that we were familiar with in mm-hmm. mainstream media. And so they, you knew about the battles and how they ended, but you didn't know specific stories. So it really didn't matter. Like, there was no, like, well, I should do this because I know that's what happened. Yeah. So... And that wasn't even so much of an... It was slightly RPG-ish, but not really. It was just... Yeah. That was more like a there brawler were, kind Yeah, of there were some little massive. tiny choices to be made. Uh, but. I would... Yeah, I would say that this is probably not going to tie into anything. Um, yeah. it, I think the whole point is it's like, oh, relive this, relive that, yeah. enjoy this. Oh, I know what that formula is or yeah. that, that potion is. I know yeah. what that creature is. I know... Yes. I know this area. I'm excited about the beasts part. I, I'm curious how big of an open world it's going to be. Yes. Um, I wonder if you get to go to the Quidditch Cup. I wouldn't be shocked if they're kind of like the Middle Earth games as Harry Potter. Like, as far as the open world goes. Yeah. Uh, you know, like you, you know, you go and hunt down beasts or whatever. Right. Assuming you even hunt them. I don't know. Right. Uh, it did seem like there was an antagonist, assuming that's what I, I, I at least assume that's who this character was. There yeah. was somebody with a mask on, and I felt like right. they kept showing him multiple times. Yeah. I'm curious if that's like the Voldemort of, of this the time. Game. Yeah. Um, I have a lot of questions. Do you pick your house like you pick a player class? Or will it have like a sorting hat quiz? Or They show that you had the hat I know. In there, so I know. I'm assuming it does. So do you that. clearly put the hat on, but here's another thing that could happen. Does your random. house dictate your strengths and weaknesses? Like, say if you, is it a choice or is it dictated by your actions? So like, say there's some kind of weird plot line where, oh, we can't decide what house you are, and then you play the game, and then it decides what you are based on your choices you make. That'd be interesting. Yeah. Um, is is there? Or can your house change depending on uh, depending on the how you play exactly. and, and what you do. And then also, if you do get a house chosen for you in the beginning, based on whatever, does that affect your strengths and weaknesses? Is it is like, I'm thinking like a house is going to be like a player class. That's my expectation. Probably. Yeah. But my question is, are they going to have you choose it or are they going to have you answer some questions and then choose it for you? I think that would be kind They'll of cool. They'll probably be the questions. I hope so. And then so. choose it for you. I can't wait. 
Are they going to give you a Patronus? Are they? Do you get to choose your Patronus, or is it based on your character? Or are you based on your choice? Like, there's just there's so Couldn't many there's so many Couldn't cool cool options. There's so many cool places this could go. I'm sure it's not going to go nearly as deep as I'm thinking. But as someone who's not as into Harry Potter, yeah, uh, and by that I mean I just oh cool, there's creatures. Yeah, I'll watch that. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's really what I'm excited for is just to see like how, how I can fight creatures and stuff in this game obviously i'm not gonna have any swords or anything cool like that unfortunately and you have a wand yeah basically i'll have a pistol okay <laughs> it's like a, like, a, like a pistol stick yeah but i think that i mean yeah it looks like there's definitely going to be some creature fighting but the large majority of your creature interaction is probably going to be peaceful oh my god you're just trying not to sell this game for me huh oh <laughs> i mean i'm gonna buy it yeah so <laughs> well i mean there's already controversy over this game so, I know. Uh, I don't want to get too heavy into that, but essentially, uh, there's a good chunk of people campaigning that you should not buy this game because it is only going to support J.K. Rowling, who is, I guess, under scrutiny for things she said as far as the trans community goes. So she's not actually involved with this game, but people are still saying that well, she gets royalties or whatever it is for this game. Uh, and I was kind of surprised to see a lot of negative toward Harry Potter as a whole, because I thought it was a very beloved franchise, but all these people that claim to be fans seem to be saying like, oh, fuck Harry Potter now. So uh, I'm, I guess, being an outsider to the franchise, surprised to see that with how much it seemed people were obsessed with this. Yeah, most of what I see are fans who've been like longtime fans who are saying I'm no longer going to support anything from this franchise i need to make sure that i don't do anything that provides jk rowling with any kind of income blah 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 and i can understand and support whatever your choice may be but i'm just not one of those people and i personally am not of the opinion that that makes me someone who hates trans people yeah and (laughs) you know obviously that's not everybody yeah but i have seen tweets from some people saying those exact things yeah uh one person was around the idea that if you buy this game, then you don't care about trans people. And I thought that was such an extreme claim to make because you're not causing any direct harm to any group of people because you buy a video game. Yeah. The argument for that. The only way is if you buy in the game funds a extreme group who then uses that funding to cause harm to other people. Right. The argument was that by buying the game, you're indirectly providing income to J.K. Rowling, and it's giving her power in the world to continue to say hateful things about trans people. So, do we really? I mean, let's be honest. Let's say this game doesn't exist. She's getting zero dollars from anything in this yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. Is she really hurting for money? I don't. Think She's so. probably extremely rich at this point. Yeah, from I, Harry Potter. I doubt she needs money. And I also don't think that the royalties from this game are going to give her more power. It's not it's yeah. it's not maintaining her level of power in the world. And I don't really think she has a level of power anywhere. She's just a person who has Twitter. Anybody can get access to Twitter. It's I don't think it gives that person power. So I don't necessarily agree with that. I was just I guess my my simple takeaway is I was shocked to see a lot of negative toward this game. Yeah. When it seemed like something that people have been wanting for years and now they have it and all i'm hearing is don't buy this game yeah um i yeah i have the same confusion 
if there are people that are listening that don't want to support her, I did read a couple of options. One of them was to buy a secondhand copy a couple months after it comes out. That way you're not directly giving her money. That's a point. Yeah. That's a good idea. You can yeah. do that way. Um, but you still have to wait longer, so you have to be willing to wait until GameStop gets a copy that you're willing to pay almost full price for. It. <laughs> I mean, we don't even know when this is coming out, do we? I, I no, think I actually no. said 2021, maybe. But I'm not even sure. Yeah. Um, and then I guess there's another thing that's like occasionally there are sales that go through a third-party charity thing that like they don't – that money goes straight to charity and none of it goes to mm. the original source of the provided game. Gotcha. So. Gotcha. Anyway, there's options out there for people that want to make that stand. I think it's unfortunate that there's so much controversy yeah. around this franchise because it provided so much joy for people for so long. Well, yeah, and uh, I thought that people wanted the impression that this was a very inclusive brand. Yeah. And now I'm hearing, oh, well, no, uh, Harry Potter is all about negative messages on on minorities and stuff like that. There's Switch. a lot of different ways to interpret I, things. Yeah, I feel like you could take that out of any anything. Yeah. It's, you know, whatever you are looking for, you're going to find, right? Yeah. Um. So I, I was just shocked. Uh, that's all. I don't want to get too far into the whole political side of yeah. any of this. But uh, my simple takeaway is love people, don't cause any harm, and just feel free to buy a video game if you want to buy a video game because yeah. I don't think that's harming people. Yeah, and I think this great game looked fucking incredible. So even if you can't, that. even if you can't pick your house and you end up being the shittiest house of them all, who's that? Slytherin. <laughs> Why do you say that? Because I am one apparently, and I can tell you that. <laughs> you made me take the goddamn test multiple times, yeah. and I went from being a Gryffindor to being a Slytherin. So are you happy? No. You, you made me the shittiest fucking house there is. That's not So now true. I'm a bad guy. That's now I'm evil. Now I'm. I'm the scum of the school. This just shows that you don't know the franchise at all. Because you would know that there's some really, oh, really good... Oh, because they clearly depicted the Slytherin as the the good people of, there are some of the school, very, right? Very they're they're not all terrible people in the... Not all of they're them. They're not the bad guys. Not all of them, no. I mean, they pretty much said they were. No. No. Anyway. What else did we talk... What else did we have from this showcase? Uh, Call of Duty... Black Ops Cold War. They showed a, a gameplay, a, a mission called or it was a mission based in Turkey, uh, where basically you do the same typical shit you do: go through for per, first person, infiltrate a facility with sneaky tactics. Sneaky, 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 sneaky. You don't know this. You don't know this. Meant my And then it kind of ends with this uh, big cargo plane trying to take off with your character putting out a rc car with this big action scene of you basically riding a little rc car trying to catch up to the plane and blow it up you're riding an rc car you're not like on it you're like controlling it (laughs) damn it like you're just controlling the rc car and then like while this is happening like other fucking vehicles are like coming and trying to fucking shoot you guys and then you use the rc car to fuck them up and it's just it was this action pack was it It cool it was really fucking cool. Okay. <laughs> it actually reminded me a lot of a mission from uh, Gears 5. There was a mission where there was a plane taken off and you have to go and stop it on a motorcycle. Okay. It was like that same concept. But gotcha. Obviously way more realistic and Michael Bade. Yeah. <laughs> which says a lot because Gears is definitely Michael Bade already. Right, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's more of what you expect. Um, and then they also announced that there was going to be the alpha multiplayer demo on PS4, which came out the 18th to the 20th. 
was this last weekend. Yep. Uh, so I definitely jumped onto that. Uh, and I played, uh, I'd say, I don't know, a good five to eight hours, I'd say, altogether. Yeah. Uh, throughout the, the weekend. At first, I hated it because I was really bad. Mm-hmm. And then I figured out my gun type. Basically had a few guns out of all the different types. They had some assault rifles. They had shotguns. They had pistols, snipers, marksman rifles. The, the use. Right. You know, submachine guns. Uh, they only had a couple of each. Uh, and they had, like, limited attachments that you could put on. But they were all basically available, so you didn't have to, like, level up to get them. You That's could just good. attach them. Um, they had some that were, like, standardized. They did not harm any balancing on the gun and other ones that were like, oh, it's even better balancing, but then also it'll like fuck something else over. Right. So you kind of give take on whatever you prefer on that mm-hmm. attachment setup. I jumped in with a marksman after a few rounds of getting my ass kicked. Started dominating. Yeah. I loved the fucking thing. Yeah. They kind of reminded me a lot of playing uh, Ghost where I had a marksman that I was really good with mm-hmm. i felt like i was back in that it's a lot slower than modern warfare obviously it's mm-hmm. based in the 80s uh the tech is obviously a little bit less advanced and uh it kind of returned to the roots of the old style of multiplayer for black ops the kill streaks are now based in a way that uh you don't lose them if you die they're point based now so you mm. just accumulate points and after you get to a certain point count you get whatever three kill streaks that you assigned okay. will unlock. Nice. But here's where I noticed, like, I was like, oh, well, that's cool. So I can get, like, the really good ones without even having to fucking be good. <laughs> but it's kind of designed in a way where you still have to be good to get the higher ones because you won't be able to get to that point range unless you can get a good streak of kills without dying. Okay. Because it gives you a, a multiplier. Okay. On your points. Got it. And you won't get that high unless you can get like, you know, eight kills in a row or something without yeah. dying. It's going to take you a little while to get there. Otherwise, it's not really mathematically possible to get to those points. And gotcha. you keep dying every time you kill somebody. So they basically had three maps. One was Miami. One was in Moscow. And then one was um, just like some sand area. I don't know where it was located, but it was just basically a crashed plane or something in the middle of the desert. Okay. Um. And overall, I had a great time. I, I really enjoyed it. It's a little bit slower pace. Uh, it felt a little weird because it was like a lot quieter. There wasn't a bunch of like background music and stuff. It was really just kind of like you hear footsteps or it was a little bit more, I guess it felt isolated. Okay. But um, it was also called an alpha. So right. that could just be they haven't put in all those kind of details. That's true. However, this game is coming out early November. With basically the launch of the next gen, right? So we are two months away. I feel like they just called this an alpha, but realistically it's a beta, but they couldn't call it a beta because they have betas that they have for pre-order people. Right, right. So I feel like this was essentially a open beta, but they just called it an alpha. Gotcha. Uh, But who knows? Maybe there will be a lot of tweaks to this. Um Fingers crossed they don't change my gun because it seems to be working pretty well. Yeah. Which they will. But yeah. <laughs> hopefully it's for the better. Yeah. Overall, I really had a good time. They were kind of sneaky though because they had Warzone in the alpha. And I was like, oh, fuck. I was all excited, right? Yeah. Went and clicked on it. It just brought me to Modern Warfare Warzone. Oh. To play Warzone on that. I'm like, what the fuck is the point of this? And that's interesting. <laughs> 
who's gonna be like, oh, I'll just go play the game I already have. Yeah. Instead of the thing that's literally limited to these two days. Do you think that means that there's? I mean, I didn't see how this looks, so maybe I'm off base here. But do you think that means they're going to have a war zone and they're just gonna update the link? To... Uh, they're gonna. I, from my understanding, they're gonna use the same war zone game. Yeah. They're gonna add probably new characters. Maybe, hopefully, a new map. Right. That's what I was wondering. But essentially, Warzone is going to be its hub all the time. And each game will incorporate shit into it. Okay. Yeah, that it they sounds were gonna familiar. Do like that. Yeah. So, and currently even, you can, if you pre-order Cold War, you have access to a character from the game that you can use in Warzone. Like, currently. Got it. Okay. So, it's like, oh, if you want this new character for the game, you can get them through pre-ordering gotcha i haven't done that obviously i i'm not sure if i'm getting the game yet or not or if i'm gonna wait for a little bit depends what my friends all do yeah which sucked because i couldn't play with them because they're all on xbox and this was ps4 yeah but at least i got an idea of what the game's gonna be like yeah definitely moving on uh resident evil 8 got a new trailer they showed a basically a lot more of the same yeah uh it looks like there's a witch some kind of possessed witch some werewolves uh they had this weird Tim Burton art style scene to it that was like storytelling of some crap. I'm like, oh, well, that's going to be the witch. Some like It was like some little girl who whatever. gets like lost in the woods or some shit. I'm like, yeah. oh, so that's the witch. Yeah. Which I'm sure is right. Yeah. We'll find out, right? Yeah. It looked good. It's first person still. I, basically, it looks like they just were like, oh, let's make a Resident Evil 4 remake. In first person. Yeah. I was thinking it doesn't really... I mean, obviously, I haven't played a lot of the Resident Evils, but to me, I was getting, like, um, horror movie game vibes. Like, <laughs> it what, didn't... Like Blair Witch or something? Yeah, 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 yeah. It didn't seem like Resident Evil to me. It Not at all. And that's kind of like Resident Evil 4 was. It was, like, more of a possessed people in the village thing. The game's even called Village, right? Yeah. So... It felt like they were just making Resident Evil 4 as a first-person style like 7 was. Obviously, it's like different characters and stuff. But they just felt like, eh, this is just Resident Evil 4. Right. Which everyone was like, oh, we're going to get a Resident Evil 4 remake after Resident Evil 3? No. And Well, I mean, it sounds like yes. <laughs> yeah. You're just going to get it called just, Resident Evil 8. They're calling it something different, yeah. It's Resident Evil 4 2. Yeah. And they had like a, a character at the end, which is like a mystery, I assume antagonist. I'm curious if it's somebody that we should know already, but I honestly couldn't tell you who it was. He was mm-hmm. some fat guy. kind of looked like the penguin. Some fat guy. I thought it looked like the penguin, too. I was like, that's the wrong franchise. Well, I mean, obviously, it looked like the penguin. <laughs> um, so I'm curious who that's supposed to be. I probably could look it up right now and find out what people are saying, but I didn't do that. It just shows how excited yeah. <laughs> I am for the game. I'm yeah, going to be honest. Yeah, it seems like you're really invested. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I'm probably going to get the game when it's cheaper, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to rush out for this unless they show me that there is actual Resident Evil in this game. Yeah. Because so far I'm seeing a fucking Blair Witch meets Charmed. <laughs> Charmed. <laughs> with a Resident Evil fucking label on it. Yeah, it's true. doesn't seem very appropriate. Uh, they showed Deathloop, which was a little bit more of a concept of what you're going to do in the game. Uh, basically, they summed up. There's eight targets, and it's essentially a puzzle-based first-person shooter. It kind of reminded me of um, Super Hot, okay, in that sense where there's less restrictions. It's more open world. You get to mm-hmm. move around and stuff without being limited to like the slow motion and stuff, whatever. 
But um, basically, the the premise was you need to get to kill all these guys, and you need to put you need to set them up in scenarios where you can get to them all. Like oh. one example was like, oh, you keep killing this one guy that you have to kill out of the eight, but because you kill him. You now made it harder to get to this other guy at a party later on in the game. So now, don't kill him. Sabotage what he's doing. Let him get to that party. And now you can kill two guys at the same party instead of one. It's like strategize to get the outcome you need. Right. Interesting. That sounds like something you'll like. Use your imagination, essentially. Yeah. Um, And this game was delayed, and it's now going to be a Q2 2021 release. Okay. And this is a PlayStation console exclusive. Okay. Devil May Cry 5 got a special edition. No surprise. Okay. Devil May Cry, they always come out with a special edition later on. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to be available digitally at launch on the PS5. That was kind of one of those games I'm like, okay, so a game that's already out, mm-hmm. you're just getting it again. Yeah. Cool. Cool story. Yeah. That said, it actually is a pretty fun game. Yeah. I didn't beat it, but it, it was on Game Pass, but I think it's gone now. Mm. Unfortunately, I can't finish it now. Oddworld Soulstorm, they came out with some new trailer for that game. Not really my thing. Yeah. It's it's Oddworld. I don't know. Yeah. It, if you know what it is, you know what it is. I feel like I remember seeing something. It's like Lemmings meets a platformer yeah. action game. It's weird. Yeah. Uh, Five Nights at Freddy's Security Break was, I don't know, they teased this. It kind of felt like a portal type game, but mm. it's like some AI that's looking for you and you're hiding and I don't know. Five Nights at Freddy's is like that like creepy weird cartoon thing. For- yeah, the animatronic type character. Yeah. That's why I was really confused by it too. I, like I didn't it. really understand what the how this how ties into what it felt like the trailer was. Hmm. Weird. Okay. Um, anyways, it was a tease. Yeah. Demon Souls remake. They showed some uh, some gameplay. That's just a strategy slasher. Mm-hmm. That's I just kind of made that term up. I don't yeah. know what they call them. Okay. <laughs> I like it though. Yeah. Right. I was like, <laughs> just pretty fucking good title. It looks good. Not my style because I don't have the patience to keep learning from failure. Yeah. I do that in life. I don't need to do it in games, you know? (laughs) Yeah. So that's actually going to be a launch title. Fortnite's coming to PS5. No surprise there. Yeah. So I'm assuming it's just next gen, uh, whatever the fuck, Epic's new Unreal Engine. Right. It's all right. (laughs) Cool. Yeah. Um, One... uh, of their announcements was PlayStation Plus Collection, which basically is going to be 18 games from, they said, first-party titles that you will be able to get through PlayStation Plus at launch for the PS5. Mm-hmm. They're saying for free, but you're paying for PlayStation Plus, so they're yeah. not free. Right. And, of course, if you uh, cancel your subscription or it lapses or whatever, you no longer, you no have, longer have them. Yeah. Uh, here's the only thing is people got excited for this and I mm-hmm. get that. It seems like it's their attempt at a game pass type competitor, Yeah, but it's very small scale. These games are essentially just old PS4 games mm. that they're bringing over the PS5. It's not anything. That, the problem is that they're all mostly first party. Yeah. I think seven of the 18 games are actually not even playstation exclusive games which is very confusing because they acted like they huh. were first party games but they're not right most of these games people either bought have played they were on playstation plus already like it right. just seems like yeah they're giving these games out because they're not losing anything at too this little, point too late. it's like yeah. looks good but really they're not 
they're not losing anything. It's meant for people who haven't owned a PlayStation before, potentially. Ever. Really. Yeah, ever. 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 It, th- not those once. are the people that are going to benefit. Not the yeah. very small market, I yeah. imagine. Yeah. On paper, I guess it's more exciting, but it just seems like it's just kind of like a smoke and mirror type announcement. Mm-hmm. That It's like it, you feel like you have more stuff, but really you're not going to use any of it, I imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you want to replay the games, but yeah, who's got time for that shit? Exactly. I, I can't play the games I fucking buy. Yeah. Let alone play the games again <laughs> that I own. Yeah. You had to play it the first time, they will play it the second time. I know. You laughed at me because I had like a group on my Xbox home that was like to play again or whatever. Yeah. You're just... like, are you serious? I'm like, yeah, I want to play them again. <laughs> but I have so many games I haven't played once yet. So I obviously never, I finally got rid of that group. I was like, it's not going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they capped off the event with the price and release date of the PS5 with a $499 for the physical and $399 for the digital version. So $100 difference between to have a, disc a drive. disk drive yeah. and all digital, which seems like a big gap for a disk drive. It does. And the launch date is November 12th. So I guess a few days after Xbox, because mm-hmm. I think they're the 10th. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, 10th. That's yeah. right. But they had fine print. Some countries will get it November 19th. That's rude. I wonder why. How, I, like, that, how that Yeah, works. I wonder if it's about the current shipping conditions with maybe the world right now. Yeah. Or if it's just about marketing strategy. I don't know. Yeah. And lastly, uh, they tease God of War Ragnarok coming in 2021. Oh, I didn't see this It one. was just a title. There was oh. nothing other than that. Okay. I was about to get excited. I was like, was it badass? And, and then, <laughs> people lost their shit over this. And I was like, I mean, it was just the title and no shit there's another God of War. Yeah. Of course there is. Everyone knew there was. So, confusion. Um, call me ignorant, but. Ignorant. Uh, God of War. Is it, isn't it Greek mythology? It used to be Greek mythology. Okay. So the PS2 games into PS3 were Greek mythology. Okay. I guess it's a rebranding of the game. Okay. On PS4, they have it's within the story. Uh-huh. Why it's now Norse mythology? Okay. But it is Norse. Okay. So that's it's not It's kind of designed so you don't have to know any of God of War before this game. Okay. But it also has those moments where if you know the backstory of kratos from yeah. those games yeah. then it kind of adds to make it more impactful the story and it okay. adds more to the yeah got it to to whatever's going on with him okay okay so ragnarok's not completely out of place because <laughs> whenever i saw that i was like isn't that greek mythology yeah. like i didn't realize it, it was yeah, yeah. Norse. The, the new norse. one is is norse mythology okay got it got but it, got it, it ties it. in why it is understood do you have all of those on playstation that's a good question. I'm not sure. Okay. We'll have to look into that. I think we might. I know we have the PSP games <laughs> on my Vita. Okay. Which are, they're good games, but they yeah. were considered like side games. Right. And then we for sure have three and then the rebranded one for PS4. Right. Okay. Uh, yeah. I feel like we have the other two, but I, I couldn't tell you. Okay. Uh, now we need to get into the nitty gritty. Yes. That was the event. Now there's been a lot of stuff coming out after the fact, which, again, depending how you perceive PlayStation or just the news in general, 
makes it look good or bad, I guess. Right. So, right off the bat, CEO and President Jim Ryan said, 99% of the thousands of PlayStation 4 games tested will be playable on the PlayStation 5 backwards compatibility. But. But. (laughs) It turns out. It was also confirmed (laughs) that PS5 will not be backwards compatible with PS3, PS2, or PS1. So only PS4. Which, I guess if you don't care about reliving old games, then it's not an issue. But this is a very clear standout between Xbox and PlayStation as far as having those kind of libraries available for access. Yeah. So I read the like statement by whoever it was that was talking about how they needed to prioritize the new hard- new hardware new like um framework and all of that for how things were built with the new system versus the old system. Mm-hmm. But my question is if you can play a PS3 and PS2 game on your PS4 but and you can play a PS4 game on a PS5, then why is it not? Where, where's the disconnect there? Yeah, right. It's, How is it so different that it, you can't? It's kind of a situation of it's possible, you just don't want to do it. Right. And it's they had to prioritize most likely something. a financial situation. They don't want yeah. to raise the price of the console more by having to include that. Yeah, that's true. Um, the PS3s, I think we've already talked about this, but I'll bore everybody again. <laughs> the PS3s at launch had ps2 compatibility right but they quickly took that out Mm -hmm. to lower the price of the ps3 because it was too expensive yeah it came out like 600 dollars in the beginning yikes and so after that it felt like they kind of just stopped caring about backwards compatibility yeah they're like Um, well nobody cried so i mean pretty much i guess (laughs) i mean people probably did but yeah they didn't care yeah uh (laughs) and the ps3 was known to have like really complicated hardware right to like work with for developers so um ps4 was basically a drastic shift in how the architecture of the console was done yeah and so i could understand maybe ps3 being hard to do on ps4 and ps5 but the other two it sounds like they just want to be able to sell those to you again through game or to the, through the PlayStation Now or through the PlayStation Plus. Right. It sounds like they don't want to just give you the ability to just put it into your console that you already own the disc and then yeah. it'll work again. Yeah, that's they want, true. They want to have a reason to sell it They to want you. more money. Yeah. <laughs> and you know how I know this? How? Because Sony has actually also announced secretly. <laughs> secretly? Silently, I guess. It would be, <laughs> they, like, whispered it to yeah. someone. Hey, you. Uh. So, they had this big event, okay, mm-hmm. with all these big announcements, and the one thing they did not say, which they did put in a blog shortly after mm-hmm. on the interweb, yeah, is that some PlayStation 5 exclusives will also come to the PlayStation 4. So, do they not know what exclusive uh, means? You want to know what <laughs> titles those are? They're yes. not like no-name, nobody-gives-a-shit titles. I they would, are would love to know. Marvel's Spider-Man Miles Morales, what? which is essentially the game that was being hyped as the PS5 console seller. Right. Okay. Good luck with that now. Sackboy, A Big Adventure. Yeah, sure, fine. Whatever. I don't fucking Who care. Who gives a fuck? I mean, yeah. look at the care? game. Of course it's yeah. going to be a fucking PS4 game. Nothing yeah. about that screamed, this has to be a PS5 yeah. game. Oh my god, it's so mind-blowing. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's not. Yeah. 
The only thing blowing is my ass about how stupid this shit is. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the only thing blowing is my ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I said it. <laughs> no, I, I don't know. I don't even have that much <laughs> anger for this franchise. I don't know why I said that. I mean, Sackboy, he's from the, the little big planet, right? Yeah, I think so. Basically, it's another little big planet, but as like a his own thing. Yeah. Horizon Forbidden West, which is a sequel to Horizon Zero Dawn. Oh, wow. And that okay. one was a big announcement at the initial PS5 showcase, which they only showed a trailer. Yeah. I wonder why. Huh. Yeah. And that's supposed to be a 2021 release. That is also going to be on PS4. So... So... Let me just lay this out here first. This is great. Yes. Because this means more people, more gamers will get to enjoy these games without the fear of not being able to afford next gen. Yes. As soon as these games are out. Exactly. Like Miles Morales comes out in November. So great. I can't remember the number of how many PS4s are out there, but it's like, I want to say like 11 million or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. Probably just made the number up. Yeah. <laughs> the point is, theoretically, that many people can play this game without buying a PS5, which right. sounds like they couldn't even if they tried. Yeah. So that's great. And you yeah. know what? We said that. Yeah. We fucking said that when we talked about this game. We said there's no goddamn way this game is only on PS5. Yeah. It's made from the same engine as the, the 2018 game. It's going to be on PS4. Yeah. Maybe not at launch, but it's going to be at least later on. Yeah. And sure enough, here it is. Here we are. So let's get that out of the way. This is great. I'm happy for everybody who gets to play this. Here's where I have a problem. Mm -hmm. I feel like Sony was a little manipulative with this shit. Yeah. Because they kind of made this seem like these were the system seller games. You have to fucking buy a PS5 for these games. Mm -hmm. This whole hype was, oh, yeah. I think their their quote was something like, uh, we believe in generations. Yes. And that was a, a clear statement after all of the criticism toward Microsoft and Xbox Series X and S also having games on Xbox One at the first year or two. Yeah. They, you know, they were going to do cross-generational games, not right. just straight to next gen. Yeah. And people were like, oh, you're limiting the, the ability to make good games because you have to take into account the old systems and the old consoles now. Yeah. And that was... The big complaint. And Sony even was like, oh, yeah, we believe in generations. And that was their shade thrown. Yeah. Now, the the reality is they're doing the same exact fucking thing yeah. that Xbox is doing. Only they weren't open about it until yeah. right before launch. Right when pre-orders were coming out. Yeah. And they didn't do it openly to, to where their big audience was going to see it. Yeah. Or hear it. They did it in a blog that they knew most people aren't going to fucking read. Yeah. After they already dropped a bunch of other crazy shit that people are still talking about on the internet. And they're like, oh, BTW. There's yeah. What? No, nothing. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have some big announcements. <laughs> Miles Morales will be on PS4. <laughs> Covers his mouth. Yeah. I that's shady. I, I mean, just I, I guess I that's my concern is that like they obviously they wanted to sell more PS5s, right? Yeah. But like we'll even get into that. That's that's kind of an issue in itself coming up. Um but here's another thing. Games 
will be standardized between fifty to seventy dollars. This is via the PlayStation blog. I mean, uh, but mainly it sounds like seventy based yeah. off what they were showing. Yeah. So, uh, the Miles Morales game standard edition is fifty dollars. Uh, probably because it's not a full game. Yeah. And I say that not saying it's not a full story. Yeah. I say that meaning it's not the size of the other Spider-Man game. Right. And sure, you don't have to have hundreds of hour games in order to be a complete game. It's based off the game itself. Right. But comparably, they're the same concept, so it's not as big of a game. Yeah. So the standard Miles Morales game is going to be $50. Uh, From what I understand, it will have a free upgrade to PS5 if you buy it for PS4. Okay. If I'm correct. However, if you buy the Ultimate Edition for $70, you will get a upgrade to the PS5 version of Miles Morales and a upgraded version of the 2018 Spider-Man game. Oh, okay. So it's a better they deal. They say it's included for free, but let's be honest. It's included for $20. You're you're <laughs> paying for that version of the game within yeah. it. They're yeah. just they're just blending in the cost yeah. of each game yeah. together yeah. to the $70. Because there's no way Miles Morales costs them a full game value to... Yeah. I mean, it's a smaller game. They're making more of a profit off that game than True. they did off the 2018 game. So here's my issue with that. Is it's kind of basically the control scenario all over again. That game where people who own that game... We're told there's going to be an upgrade to the next gen, but you have to buy this special edition again in order to get that upgrade. If you already own the game and bought all of the DLC and all that crap. You can you, go fuck yourself. You can go fuck yourself. Yeah, you're right. That's what they said. <laughs> that was the exact quote, I think. The exact quote. Yeah, I was there. Uh, and that's basically what they're doing with this game. Because, mm-hmm. yes, Miles Morales will have a free update to the next gen, but... The regular Spider-Man game, they're essentially saying if you want to play that on, on next gen, you have to buy this version. Miles Morales Ultimate Edition. Yes, in okay. order to get that. Well, and, it, and it will not have saves crossed over. Oh, that's so fucking So you're going to have to start it over. You can't use your saves that you've played the game already. Ew. So you will have to re replay everything and re-unlock all of the you know, suits and no. uh, equipment like and all the gear and all that stuff they should at least do like insomniac should do something like um like gearbox did where you have your shit connected through your separate account yeah they should but they aren't yeah so that's fucking uh, bullshit that kind of sucks for people they they basically can't continue the progress they've already made i don't like that uh especially after they just have to basically buy the game a second time so really i guess my takeaway is they're setting a precedent for 70 dollar games because that they even had that game that like looked like a joke, Destruction All Stars. Like we were like, what yeah. the fuck is this? Yeah, that's also gonna be seventy dollars. What? Why? Demon Souls is gonna be seventy dollars. Sackboy is Sackboy is gonna be sixty apparently. Sixty dollars for Sackboy. Okay, <laughs> <Yeah>. sure. <laughs> why not? So <laughs> they're kind of setting the the precedent that they at least as far as PS4 or PS5 first party titles go are going to be around seventy dollars. Okay, where. Third party have kind of stuck to the standard pricing still mm-hmm. or having the special editions for higher. Yeah. Uh, you know, like the NBA bullshit. Yeah. And then beyond all of that news, the PS5 pre-orders were supposed to go live 
the following day. They will notify people ahead of time and that they would be the next day. But Walmart decided that they didn't give a fuck. And they shortly after the event put on their Twitter, make you wait to get the new PlayStation 5? Nah, it's not like us. Go on, pre-order it now. That was from their Twitter. Hours after the event. Yeah. Uh, And so this caused like a chain reaction of chaos. So people basically rushed to Walmart. Some went to stores and I think they couldn't even get it in store. It had to be online or something. And then uh, basically people were getting pre-orders online and most people didn't even know because they weren't aware that that was going to be a thing because they thought they were going to be notified through social media or whatever. Yeah. Uh, So it wasn't even supposed to be until the 17th when it happened the 16th. Uh, Other retailers followed suit after Walmart pulled this bullshit. Mm -hmm. Uh, Amazon had a bunch of people that pre-ordered at their website and there's been people saying they've gotten emails from Amazon telling them that they may not get their PS5 at launch. Because I, I guess that means they sold they too oversold many it, yeah. units and they didn't have that many in stock. Way to go. So either their system fucked up or they just figured it wasn't an issue to sell more than they could. Yeah. Walmart has actually had the same issue where they were apparently selling more than they could. Yeah. And they actually were just canceling people's successful pre-orders because they didn't have them. Well, that's fucking trash. Right? I think you should be obligated to have to follow through with that pre-order it just would, they would basically be on a wait list of like, yeah. when they ordered it, they're in line to get it when it when yeah. they get more in stock. Exactly. Not, oh, well, back of the line, bitch. Right. Sorry, sucks to suck. Yeah. That's just fucking rude. I mean, going back to their, their tweet, make you wait for the new PS5? Yeah. <laughs> Canceled. Yeah. Walmart, the new cancel culture. Yep. Uh, GameStop had some issues where uh, their website was putting a DDoS protection error and it was blocking people from using the website <laughs> for, I, I'm not quite sure what that is, but it sounds like it's like a security thing. Yeah. Uh, so some people couldn't even get access to the website to even pre-order because it was not allowing them to. There was people that had issues with their cart saying that they had it and then it would be gone as they were checking it out. Yeah, and that like, happened to you. That happened to me. I was furious yeah, as fuck. Yeah, you were so mad. I wasn't even trying to get a PS5, but yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, well, it's there, so I'll get one. Yeah. <laughs> and then once I was told I couldn't, I was mad. Yeah. And I think it was even worse because you were like, wait, I had like electrical tape in my cart for the Target thing. Oh, yeah. And it was just, I was like, oh, we need that. I'm going to put that in there, and then next time we get, like, a target mm-hmm. order, we'll get it. So it was just chilling I, there. I remember seeing it had one thing in there, and I was yeah. like, oh, that's fine, whatever. I guess yeah, we'll, who cares? We'll, We're buying I'll it. throw it in there with yeah. it or whatever. And it then was, It was a car. I got the PS5. <laughs> it worked. Yeah. And then I got to check out. I literally put in the fucking pin code, thing. the yeah. pin you had for the credit card for Target. Yeah. And then it was like, oh, $3.65. I'm like, yeah. what the You're fuck? Like, what the fuck is that? I was that? like, whatever, whatever, fine. I gotta, I yeah. gotta get this. Sure, why not? Yeah. And then I press, the, you know, whatever, okay, confirm. Yeah. And then next thing I know, I, I, there's no PS5. There's only electrical tape in my fucking yeah. order number yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Ugh, that was so angry. That was a bummer. So, uh, yeah, people had issues with that. And then later that night, I actually had an email from Walmart saying that I had um, some, an item I was interested in was in stock or whatever. Mm-hmm. It was like 8 something p.m. And was then it a PS5? It was a PS5. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm then, sure everybody had that as something they were interested the in. At the same exact time. And then, of course, by the time I get the notice, it's like an email. Like, who's real time checking your email? Mm-hmm. Not me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, whatever. 
And then Best Buy even. I, I kept getting notifications on my phone like, oh, PS5 is in stock at Best Buy. Yeah. I clicked on the, the thing. It brought me to the Best Buy app. All it would say is coming soon. There was Rude. no way to even pre-order one. Yeah. So I'm like, do they even fucking have them yet? Like, I don't understand what the fuck this is. Yeah. It's like, stop cock-teasing me. Yeah. It sucks because it didn't seem like there was really any, like, reasonable way to pre-order these consoles. Like, normal person way. That didn't pay. Yeah, and okay, so Sony specifically did this lottery pre-order concept that they were rolling out. At first, we were like, this is kind of ridiculous. Why would they be doing this? But like now I'm like, okay, I get it. I get what they're trying to do. They're trying to prevent people from getting a bunch of PS5s through bot purchasing. Yeah. And then be able to resell those. Because that's kind of what happened with the retailers is it made it easier for people to buy a bunch of them and then now be able to resell those. Yeah. And they're already up there for like a couple grand each and stuff. So yeah, I just for the pre-order, not even the fucking console being physically in their hand. It's just a pre-order. Um, so now I get why they were trying to do this, but this got complicated too. So, you know, I was really expecting that I would, well, I guess hoping I was going to get one of these invites. Never got one. Turns out they were sent them like weeks ago. And what they did was, if you were selected to get the opportunity to pre-order a PS5 through Sony, they sent you the email with a link, and it said was not meant to be shared with anyone else. They made it very clear. And they said, if you shared this URL with anybody else, you may be locked out of the system, and you, yeah. wouldn't, be able to, you wouldn't be able to order one. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if that's because whoever you shared it with may have bought one before you, and so, like, that takes that link away from getting one now like it's a one for one maybe right or if it's because it will know if multiple people use it and then just cut you out altogether yeah and so the invite was only valid between 10 a.m that saturday the 19th uh until supplies last which i'm sure was very fucking quickly i'm sure it was a couple hours at most right so sorry to interrupt you but i have to explain this to you i just went on ebay because i was like whatever what are they going for Mm mm-hmm fucking $10,100 and free shipping with 43 bids. Free shipping? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody's gonna pay that. Right? Like, no, what in the I fuck? have to assume they're playing a game like, oh, I want to see how high we can get this. Yeah. Like, no one's gonna pay that much money for a fucking console. Let alone a console that's essentially just Especially like... Especially when they even share, like, the picture on here is, like, the price of it. Mm-hmm. And there's still people... It's not like it's gonna be. It. It's not like you're gonna have to wait a year or two before a new batch of consoles come out. It's why not, would anybody, It's not gonna be that hard to get. Just why would anybody bid on that? I just don't understand. And there's not anything you need to rush to get a new console for because again, these games that are must plays are on PS4 apparently. So it's so confusing. Now here's where I was confused when they said while supplies last as far as the invite situation for Sony to pre-order. Yeah. Does that mean they sent out more invites and they had stock available for the console pre-order? Because how would it be while supplies last? If you're sending out X amount of invitations to X amount of pre-orders you have available, why would it be and as supplies last? It Literally, it should be one for one to the last order. Yeah, but I wonder if they're expecting some people to not use their invitation link. And so they're trying to calculate for that. And give extra links. I guess that makes sense, but 
It's like wedding invites. You Again, expect twenty five percent of people to come. If you give them come. the opportunity, <laughs> a quotations, the opportunity to pre order, then why shouldn't they be allowed that entire time that you gave them? Yeah. To make the decision. That's like I, true. If it's based off of chance, then it's not like they're not they're not taking it away from anybody else because they were the ones given the invite, not yeah. anybody else. Yeah. Uh, there's no logic to why they would do that, but. Right. Again, I guess as a business, they just want to sell them, so they don't really give a fuck who gets it. They just yeah, exactly. Okay, so basically, what happened was the URL brought you to a waiting room, and then and there you were in a wait list until you got to get to the point of buying your console, and then you would have your reservation for the console. Right. So it kind of reminded me of what we did for the Harry Potter Cursed Child tickets. Yeah, I was thinking the same I, thing. Uh, I was put in, like, a, a waiting list, essentially, when I signed in to, to get those tickets. Yeah. And uh, so I why can't they just do that concept? Like, it, you know, like, for the entire launch. Yeah. So this was a shit show. This was a complete disaster as far as the PS5 pre-orders went. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sony actually acknowledged this, and they, they sent out an apology. They, they apologized for how bad it was. Uh, yeah, the... PlayStation put out a tweet that said, basically, let's be honest, PS5 pre-orders could have been a lot smoother. We truly apologize for that. And then they added that there's going to be uh, more PS5s available through the end of the year. So they're supposedly... They basically said they were going to have another batch yeah. coming soon for yeah. pre-order. Which yeah. then it's that's where I get confused. I'm like, so you had more available See, to I begin feel like, with? Are they, or... pull, are they pulling the fucking Nintendo game where they're trying to act like there's not enough stock so they can sell more of them? That's what I wonder. Yeah, like you feel like there's not very many, so you got to get one. Exactly. That's what, that's why I feel about it. Yeah. Uh. So it's it. I don't know. Honestly, this whole PS Five thing for me has been a big discouragement to to like want to get a PS Five mm-hmm. in the launch window. Like I. Yeah. I will be getting both consoles at some point, but I feel like PS Five I can wait on. Right. Especially knowing that the games I would be playing at launch are on PS4. So I can spend $50 yeah. instead of $500. Yeah, it's much better. <laughs> I feel like they're really dropping the ball with this. Yeah. But at the same time, these consoles will sell. It's not yeah. going to be... They're not losing anything. It's just, I guess, they're losing consumer confidence yeah. in the brand yeah. or the customer service. Yeah. Which kind of leads into our next topic... Microsoft acquires ZeniMax Media for $7.5 billion. That's it? That's it. <laughs> they, Pocket change. Yeah. Pro- probably. <laughs> yeah. It's, for Microsoft, it is. <laughs> uh, so this is the parent company to basically a shit ton of game developers, uh, mainly Bethesda, who is known for the Elder Scrolls, Fallout, and the upcoming Starfield game. Mm-hmm. ID Software, known for Doom and Quake. Arcane, who's known for Prey and Dishonored. Machine Games, known for Wolfenstein. And Tango Gameworks, known for The Evil Within. I believe there was a couple other smaller developers involved as well. But basically, all of these developers and their properties that we just listed are now officially the property of Microsoft. This is huge fucking news. pretty fucking insane. This is huge fucking news. So this means going forward, potentially Xbox has the exclusive rights to these franchises. Whether Microsoft chooses to do that is the question. Right. Uh, they did say that 
Deathloop and Ghostwire Tokyo, which are games that were PS5 exclusives, will be honored as PS5 exclusives. So those will still come out even though Microsoft owns them. Yeah. Other games will be set as exclusive or multi-platform on a case-by-case basis. So they won't necessarily be Xbox exclusive. They could be on PlayStation or Nintendo or, or PC or whatever. If Microsoft decides to do so. Yeah. Which, honestly, they probably will for a decent amount of these games because they seem to be more interested in making more money per copy sold than drawing in exclusivity to one platform. Yeah. Again, the Game Pass concept, right? It's much more. So, presumably, these will all be day and day on Game Pass as as it stands because they are considered first-party titles now. Which is very exciting. Yes. Yeah. This is a really smart move for Microsoft because they've struggled with the Japanese market. Mm -hmm. And these games are basically all Western RPGs. Okay? Yeah. The Japanese market is full of RPGs, right? Yeah. So, really, they've kind of put control on the Western RPG market. Yeah. Because they've now got Outer Worlds, Fallout, Mm -hmm. Skyrim, or Elder Scrolls, whatever the fucking main title is. Yeah. They have all of these... Western RPGs that are big brands, big franchises that people want. Yeah. And now, I mean, in a sense, this was a chess move to not really have to worry about the Japanese market. Because, mm-hmm. you know, you've been seeing it, especially Final Fantasy 16, you know, Final Fantasy 7 even, as far as we know, is exclusive to PlayStation 4. Yeah. You know, 16 is timed exclusive to PS5. And so they've struggled getting these kind of games on their platform because... They just seemingly want to be within the Japanese market. Right. Which Sony is. Yes. This also says a lot about Game Pass because the biggest argument people made was there was no exclusives, right? Yeah. Um, And they were all smaller games on Game Pass outside of the first party, which were deemed not exclusives. Now they've got these games. They've got these big AAA games and they're exclusives. Mm -hmm. So really, Game Pass is a indisputable system seller at this point absolutely even if it's pc like the point is these will draw you into the ecosystem yeah and we've already seen people who are deemed playstation fanboys be very well bitter about this yeah uh we've seen a lot of a lot of people saying that this is uh Mm anti-consumer um which kind of makes me laugh because when you look at what playstation's been doing with a lot of their exclusive things with third parties and Mm -hmm. final fantasy for example or or spider-man being in the avengers game which isn't even their game it's a third-party game yeah uh call of duty's timed exclusive stuff for dlc and uh the betas and all that stuff like if you want to talk anti-consumer what would you call that i know and i just love the people that are saying that are comparing the situation of Spider-Man being in Avengers to this being the same thing. They're not at all the same thing. It is absolutely not at all the same. It doesn't make, it makes absolutely no sense. I don't get it. But the counterpoint too is if you're going to argue that that's the same thing, then that means that if you're calling this anti-consumer, you're calling that move anti-consumer. Exactly. By that logic, right? So, and I think we can all agree, Game Pass is the least anti-consumer thing you could fucking find in the gaming industry. Microsoft in general. How fucking many games do you get for dirt cheap a month? It's insane. And now they keep adding... Now they have EA. Now they've got all of these games. It's it's insane. Yeah. 
I mean, the price has to go up at some point. Yeah. But until then, yeah. this is, I don't know how people are not doing this. Yeah. Um, I think this has really set a precedent for next gen. And I've actually even seen some people be like, I may go Xbox over PS5. And I was definitely going PS5 mm-hmm. yesterday. Yeah. I think it really just comes down to, do these games matter enough to you? Yeah. Because these aren't necessarily for everybody, but they do have big audiences. Yes. I guess it's a question of, are they big enough to you that you need to play them? Yeah. And again, the biggest criticism of Xbox is they don't have the exclusives. Well, guess what? Now they do. Yeah. (laughs) And not only that, they have all of these developers that can now make more exclusives. Yeah, this now brings their account to, I want to say it's 23 individual game studios. Um. Of how many that are yeah. owned by Microsoft, yeah, which is it, great. This is a lot. Yeah. And I, so Microsoft heard people's complaints and then just slammed their dick all over the table. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they taped up the table they've already broke. Yeah, multiple times. And then they slammed their dick on it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, one thing to note is Bethesda, who is known for the Fallout games, mm-hmm. uh, did have Obsidian do Fallout New Vegas back in the day, mm-hmm. which was arguably from a lot of... People who like the franchise claiming that's the best Fallout game of the series. Mm-hmm. They now have the developer who made that game and the developer who owned that franchise underneath them. Yes. So there's potential for a New Vegas 2 because of this. Yeah. Just want to throw that out there. Yeah. It's very exciting. I think the biggest takeaway from this is no matter what strategy Microsoft goes with these companies or these games, mm-hmm. they either... Win or they win. Yeah. <laughs> if yeah. they if they choose to make these all exclusives and nobody gets them but them, guess what? That's a win. They're gonna for win them. because they can draw in people to buy a Series S yeah. to just to play these on Game Pass. At the very least, you're drawing in people on PC for the ecosystem, right? Exactly. If they decide to put them on multi platform they're still winning because they are making all the profits on these games. Yeah. And put it like this. Let's say they even put it on another console. Let's say they put it on PlayStation. You see a $70 price tag for that game on PlayStation, or you see a $0 price tag, fine print, with subscription, the game Monthly pass. Monthly subscription, yeah. What sounds more appealing? Monthly subscription? Yeah. Because there's more so games. So to an extent, you yeah. could draw in people to the Xbox ecosystem, yeah. even with it on multi-platform, just because it seems like it's a better deal. Yeah, that's Again, true. through PC, if they already have that access, or yeah. a $300 console, which is very affordable. Yeah, and then you may end up even potentially getting people, because you can do Game Pass, for com- the, you can use that on computers as well. So you could yeah, get PC. people... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, you may get people who try out Game Pass for PC, and they're like, yeah, this is pretty cool. Maybe I'll buy a console and do that. You could potentially get console buyers out of it as well if they like it enough, but their computer maybe isn't powerful enough yeah. to have multiple games or whatever. Well, like I said previously, I, I think the Series S is intended to be a casual consumer console and a secondary console for the PS5 hardcore gamers who are like, I do want to play some of those games. Yeah. So they might pick that up as their when they're not playing PS5 games. Exactly. Overall, I think this is this is crazy great news. Yeah, this is very good news. Um, it's very exciting. As if we didn't already have so much news this week. They just had to pile yeah, it on. Yeah, they just had to throw that on the, the <laughs> barbecue. 
Put a little ship on the Bobby. <laughs> Overall, I think it's safe to say that if you did not consider Xbox a contender going into next gen, I feel like you can argue it is definitely a contender now. Absolutely. Uh, and I think both platforms are going to have a lot of exciting shit coming for us this next generation, no matter which side you land on. Yeah. Hopefully it's both, so you could just enjoy everything. Yeah. Because that's what people need. They just need to fucking enjoy video games. Yeah. The The console wars are bullshit. Yeah, they are. I know it sounds like I'm pro Xbox, but I feel like I've grown this bitterness toward the PlayStation side because I feel like people have this undying loyalty to PlayStation that just I don't get. Yeah. It, it's like this PlayStation's better, and that's that. There's, yeah. there's no logic as to why. It's yeah. just... I just can't stand it. Yeah. I feel you. Just fucking enjoy video games. Yeah. Let's wrap that up. Yeah. We're good? Yeah. Okay. Fingers crossed we can get a Xbox Series X. Yes. Pre-orders are tomorrow, I think. Yeah. Let's talk about a few things that we watched. We'll have a fairly small menu since we had so much news. Uh, But let's do it. Uh, Yeah. If you thought we were done with all our big fucking discussions, we were not. (laughs) So, anybody new or just doesn't remember our rating system, here's our rating system and how it works. If we hated something, we'll burn it. If it was disappointing but not the worst, we're going to sample it. If it was just okay or we're neutral, we're going to test it. And if it was pretty good, we're going to slice it. If we absolutely love the shit out of it, we're going to dissect it. And if all of us dissect it, we're We're DTF. (laughs) Motherfucker. Yep. I'm DTF, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, so we uh, we are not done with our big discussions, especially mm-hmm. in the Marvel realm. Yeah. WandaVision dropped shortly ago. <laughs> is that, is that, was that wording work? I. It sounds a little weird, but I think yeah, it works. I, yeah. <laughs> it dropped. Yeah, at some point recently. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we got an official trailer, not just the, the tease that they gave, which actually was pretty decent for what it was to begin with. Yeah. They gave a full-on trailer, which showed more than just this sitcom stuff from Wanda's presumably point of view. Right. And I'm going to be honest. I was interested in this, but I am full-on interested in this now. Yeah. I I really enjoy the trailer, and I think that I'm going to really fall for this show. Yeah, I'm very excited for this. The trailer shows a lot of different scenes that seem to be reminiscent of various classic shows that we all, some of us may remember. Younger people maybe won't. Mm -hmm. There's one, there's some parts that are clearly from like I Love Lucy. There's some parts that are from the Dick Van Dyke show. Um, I'm expecting there to be references to like Bewitched and some other shit like that. Um, So, and then we get to see a lot more new characters that we didn't necessarily know about before. Catherine yeah. Han is going to be in this, which I guess we kind of knew, but we didn't really. Yeah, she, I think she's Han Solo's mother. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Wrong franchise. <laughs> oh, my bad. <laughs> um, I love her. She's fucking great in everything. So mm-hmm. I'm excited to see her in this, in her uh, super secret role, whatever that ends up being. Uh, it's, it's presumed that she's going to be playing Agatha Harkness, going under the nickname of Agnes. Yeah, and basically they revealed her in the trailer as somebody that was passed out in her car or something, and Vision walks up to her. And, like, wakes her up. Wakes her up, and yeah, and she asks uh, 
am I dead? Yeah. And he's like, why would you say such a thing? Yeah. And then she laughs and says, because you are. Yeah. And then she has, like, a crazy witch cackle. <laughs> and I was like, I feel like that's probably taken out of context. Yeah. And chances are that is going to be, really, the whole trailer is going to be stuff out of context. And, and it's going to make more sense, obviously, in the show. But yeah. um, I'm really curious who her character is. And if that is who it is, then that means she could be responsible for training Scarlet Witch into becoming more powerful and yeah. controlling her her abilities. Yeah, because in the comics she trains her how to use, like, magic in the real world. Like, regular magic, not, like, tear Thanos apart magic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you took everything from me. <laughs> Bitch, I don't even know you. You will. <laughs> Yeah, I definitely think we're getting the storyline of her going out of control. I, I think the sitcom thing is going to be her in her head. Um, I'm really curious who the older couple at dinner with them is going to be. I kind of wonder if that's a alternate form of of Catherine Hahn's character if she is to play Agatha. Yeah, I, I think... Like, maybe she's trying to get information out of her without revealing who she is. Yeah, you're definitely on to something there, I think, because it's pretty clear that that lady is playing a nosy neighbor as well, and mm-hmm. Catherine Hahn's character is listed as nosy neighbor on mm-hmm. <laughs> on uh, IMDb, whether that's, I mean, could be and, just some random person. And you're going to argue they kind of look alike. I guess. I mean, obviously one's way older looking and yeah. wrinkled, but... yeah. Yeah, sure. I could see it. <laughs> and I can't think of her name, but she was the mother in uh, that, that 70s, 70s show. show. Yes. I think my favorite part of the trailer is is that they showed Vision and seemingly on his own journey. I kind of wonder if he is in, like, limbo yeah. of death and him trying to, like, sort out where he is in, in I guess, well, in life, but I guess realistically in death right it's... yeah uh deborah joe rupp okay yeah the mom from that 70s show and and i i really enjoy that they had the old comic book uh, costumes for yeah. both of them vision yeah. and scarlet witch both presumably in some kind of halloween yeah environment yeah which was really cool i know when that teaser first dropped people decided that that was from like that looked like it was out of charmed the house that she was in. Oh, okay. Yeah. If you notice, he had the Mind Stone in his head, which could just be an interpretation of how he perceives himself still, or it could be presumably a hint that maybe the stone is still in effect. Yeah. I I just, I have a lot of questions, but I'm very excited to find out what the answers are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, especially since we know that this is going to tie into Doctor Strange 2 somehow. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I mean, since we kind of basically, we touched on it a little bit earlier, I think, obviously, they dropped the trailer, and they also had previously, Disney Plus had dropped a tweet that was like, oh, coming soon to blah, blah, blah. Mm. So, clearly, it seems like they're saying it's still coming their expected date of December of this Yeah, they year. said coming soon. They haven't said yeah, December, but I know it was... But- expected December because it was 2021 and they fast forwarded it to uh, late 2020. Yes. Uh, but- so as far as we know, this is still the date. Yeah. And which it would make sense because 
you have The Mandalorian, which we'll talk about next, yeah. coming out in October. Mm-hmm. That's around eight episodes, if I recall. Yeah. So two months later, mm-hmm. you're in December. Yeah. So it's time it for the next lines thing. up pretty well for having that one show available to keep subscribers or to keep that mind market going for, exactly. for people to talk about your show. Yeah. Going into the holidays. Yeah. Uh, we did see a glimpse of Monica Rambo. Yes. Who was the little girl in Captain Marvel. Yes. Uh, and it seems as though she was pulled out of a dimension or something within the trailer. So the question, I guess, for me is, did Scarlet Witch pull her from wherever she was? Or did Agatha pull her from wherever she was? Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, and potentially, is this going to be some form of an origin story for her getting powers? Yeah, it's a very, very interesting thought. Because um, we discovered that, let's see... Monica Rambo in the comics is bombarded with extra dimensional energy. Exactly. Which is related to a weapon traditionally, but in here, I mean, it's like clearly there's, It could be the multiverse. It could very well be the multiverse and it could be Scarlet Witch manipulating that energy or whatever mm-hmm. related to whatever the fuck she's doing to create sitcoms. <laughs> sitcoms. Yeah. I mean, you know what I mean. <laughs> extra dimensional sitcom energy. Yeah. Oh shit! Can they say energy? Oh, monster prob- might own probably that. not. Monster probably owns shit. it. Yeah. Shit! 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 Delete that! Delete that! <laughs> I don't want to hear from their lawyers. <laughs> yeah, I think this is gonna set up a lot of things. Yeah, um, somebody noticed that the bottle of wine that she's like magically pouring, it says whatever the name of the wine is is potentially uh, a. Easter egg or a hint at the House of M storyline. Which I think we're heading Which to. Which is what it seems again, like we're heading to. we have to. the X-Men at some point coming mm-hmm. in Phase 5. Yes. It, I believe it is. So either they're starting that through this to explain how they exist. Mm-hmm. Or they're just giving Easter eggs. Yeah. Of its existence. I kind of wonder if they'll do the opposite of House of M and make it. Where she creates mutants rather than destroys them. Because in House of M, she says no more mutants and they no longer exist. Right. I'm curious if in this, she like, more mutants. <laughs> yeah, more <laughs> mutants. Maybe she says something else that, that spawns the, the mutant gene to, to trigger itself in people. Or maybe her energy is what spawns it by her going out of control. Hmm. And maybe it uh, sends like a wave across the earth Mm. we're probably thinking too far into yeah probably (laughs) but you know that's what we're here for right yeah exactly if we're not gonna do it who is probably 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 a lot of people but regardless (laughs) but fuck them right Fuck them uh yeah so for the trailer should we rate it everybody yeah Yeah, i think it's obvious that i'm dissecting i'm also dissecting it so we're fucking dtf yeah yeah Uh, we kind of brought it up earlier. Mandalorian. Season 2 coming out in October. Another trailer. The 30th to be exact. Yep. They dropped the trailer for that. Yes. They sure did. Uh, how are you feeling about this show? Being the first that we're going to get on Disney Plus in a while. We haven't really had a lot of stuff outside of a couple movies that were okay. Um, I'm excited about it. 
I'm not nearly as excited as I am for WandaVision, but... Even with Baby Yoda? Yeah. I mean, it's cool, but seeing WandaVision, I was like, yeah, I want that. Yeah. And, but, and that immediately all the Mandalorian just went out of my brain. It's just like the new thing. I want that. So, I'm... The new shiny toy. Yeah, the new shiny toy. So, it's hard to, like, remember how I felt before I saw WandaVision. So, Um, Mandalorian Season 2 is, like, the game you just bought yesterday. Yeah. And WandaVision is the game that you want to pre-order for tomorrow. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And it's gonna... Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Mandalorian's still in the shrink wrap. Yeah. Haven't opened it yet. Yeah. But I'm already thinking about the game that comes out later. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. You've been there. <laughs> I'm always there. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I'm still pretty excited for Mandalorian, but I I feel like I don't know that the trailer gave me as enough of what I, enough to really make me salivate it for it. feels like it's more the same. Yeah. You know you're getting the relationship between him and the Baby Yoda character. Yeah. Yes. Uh, they cameoed the two other supporting characters. Mm-hmm. Can't think of their names right now. Uh, Cara Dune was one of them, right? Yeah. yeah. And then, so you know they're coming back. Yeah, so I was I was excited to see that. You know, we saw the, the cool CGI and stuff. Uh, one thing I did notice was one of the characters that he fights or something, is it looks like he's like some kind of a boxer kind of yeah. character. Uh, he's of the race Dath Mirian, which is the same as Darth Maul. Yes. So that's kind of like a nice little Easter egg. Yeah. Right there of of that race existing in, in the, well, I mean, obviously it existed, but being seen, I guess, in, in this show. Right. Uh, kind of shows are going to expand on those kind of already known races and planets and all that stuff. Yeah. And they had some witchcraft situation going on that looks like the new antagonist, I guess, of the season two, it looks like, is going to be this witch cult it seems is trying to get a hold of baby yoda as a, as a weapon or something yeah so it kind of makes me wonder now um if based on the fact that we saw a dathomirian if it's going to be the like sisterhood or the whatever sisterhood it's called. that we ran into in the jedi fallen probably Order. is yeah because that is on dathomir with and then you have to fight the night brothers or whatever mm-hmm. on that planet so i wonder if that's not the day brothers no oh but then, so there's the Night Brothers and the Night Sisters, and they, they're whatever the fuck, right? So yeah, it makes fighter, me wonder. Fighter of the yep. Day Brothers. <laughs> so now that I'm thinking about it, I am slightly more excited because I feel like I have slightly more of an idea of what might be going on. So that's pretty cool. And you're basing it completely on uh, Jedi Fallen Order. Yeah. So Which is might, fine. I'm not, yeah. I'm not attacking you. I might make I'm just saying, like. You're basing it literally just off of one video game. So just imagine yes. the people that have all this insight of the comics, the yes. the movies, the uh, graphic novels, or yeah. just novels, cartoons. Yeah. I just, all media of Star Wars. Yeah. There's how people much Easter that are, eggs they probably are going to spot. Exactly. There's people that are way more excited about this than I am. Uh, I'm just thrilled that I understand that I can connect something now. So I'm... Because, yeah, I think I'm, I'm more excited now that you... Have helped me make that connection. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. you're welcome. Yeah. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> Connecting connections. Yeah. Um. I. <laughs> I'm gonna slice this one. I still feel like I could have seen. I didn't see anything that I was like, "Oh fuck," you know, like mm-hmm. watching it. 
but I was excited by it, and I'm definitely ready to watch it whenever it comes out. I would have to agree. I, I would slice it as well. Okay. Uh, I'm probably more enthusiastic than you, mm-hmm. but I feel like it showed pretty much more of the same. Yeah. One thing, unless I just completely missed it, we did not see Moth Gideon, the and main antagonist kind of teased villain at the end of season one. Yeah, uh, Giancarlo Esposito, right? Yes. Yeah, that's a good point. And, and I... then there was a relic, which I don't really want to say, that comes into play, which mm-hmm. kind of has a big impact on the story. Right. Especially if you know where it came from with, you know, we talk about other forms of media, you right. know, uh, specifically the Clone Wars show. Yeah. There's a whole section with this relic. And okay. I'm really curious what they can do with that. Hmm, okay. But they haven't shown that in the trailer. So I'm, I'm kind of like, well, is that kind of on the back burner? Is that going to yeah. be like a, like a slow burn kind of? build up for season three but this is really going to be about the witches and stuff yeah i think he's going to be like an overarching uh video get vidian uh (laughs) villain yeah and maybe he just wasn't available on a schedule level because he's kind of big right now yeah he's like the villain in everything maybe he's got smaller role still but they're setting him up yeah he's always there in the background being the big villain but so he'll like make little appearances, like mm. you're saying. But I think we're gonna have the smaller. Yeah, he's he's running those chicken restaurants. He, yeah, those fast food chains. He's yeah. got no time for fucking Mandalorians, Mandalorians and their and their baby Yodas. Yeah, <laughs> he's trying to sell blue crystals or what the fuck they're called. Blue meth. Blue meth. Well, yeah. Whatever. <laughs> No, Jedi crystals. Oh, What's wrong with right, you? Right, right. I mean, they could be. Give <laughs> your mind out of the gutter here. It's a tie-in. Yeah. It's a crossover. It's actually he's, just he's, crushed he's, up he's... Jedi crystals. <laughs> what the fuck are they called? Yeah. They think they have the Force, but they actually do have the Force. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they think it's just the drugs, but no, no, you legitimately you have legitimately Force powers have... right now. Yeah, yeah. All right. We also watched a new show. I know that you're very excited about. Yes, something that probably was not at all meant for me <laughs> had me very enthusiastic to watch. A little Netflix original called Jurassic World, Camp Cretaceous. Yes. <laughs> yeah, this came out September 18th to Netflix. So this was, I believe, eight episodes, about 24 minutes each. Mm-hmm. A very quick watch. I think I watched the entire thing in one sitting the day it came out. Yeah. And, and I started late at night and I was able to get it done and. A few hours. And I watched it the next day, I think, or yeah. something. Yeah. A uh, basic premise is a group of kids are brought to the island that has Jurassic World. Mm-hmm. And they are there to learn and experience what it's like to work with dinosaurs and yeah. work on the park. Yeah. They're all there for a different reason somehow. Yeah. Like but... the main... The main protagonist is a young boy named Darius who basically, it's like a Willy Wonka kind of thing where he plays a Jurassic World VR game that nobody can figure out how to beat. Yeah. And he figures it out in the opening of the show, which gets him access to go to this camp. Yes. There's backstory for the character and why this camp was so important to him. And Mm -hmm. it kind of goes into this 
whole situation with his relationship with his father. Yes. Um, it's very touching and it yeah. kind of does flashbacks and all that stuff throughout yeah. the show. Um, and then other characters are like, one's like a streamer. So she's got a lot of followers. So she's there on like kind of more like a, a marketing kind of concept. Yeah. That character's name was Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Uh, another character's name was Kenji. He was like, the son of some guy who worked at the park. And so yeah. he was like a rich basically kid. just a rich, spoiled kid who got to have those kind of perks. Yeah. Uh, there was like a really nerdy kid named Ben who I'm not really quite sure what got him there. His, uh, he said, uh, yeah. But for whatever reason, he was there and hated every second of it. Yeah. And then a couple other characters were Sammy and a... A, a girl who looked like she was there on like a sports. Yeah, the the park was like doing a sponsorship for yeah. her sports thing. Yeah, uh, looked like she was there for a sports sponsorship. Her name was Yaz, and so these were basically characters that had all these different backgrounds, uh, and they kind of had to interact with each other without really having anything in common, as far as it seemed. Um, the show is definitely geared toward children. Uh, not to say that you couldn't enjoy it if you're not a child, because yeah. I actually did have a pretty pleasant time watching this show. Yeah. But you're going to get those obvious, like, this is for a child moments where you don't see people get eaten. Yeah. It's like, you see the dinosaur do the motion of, oh, they're going to go eat the, the person, and then yeah. it kind of, like, cuts away to the, the kid, like, in shock. Or uh, the grass is tall enough that you're not seeing what's actually happening, but you yeah. know the context of what the dinosaur is doing. Right. Uh, obviously there's no blood. It's kind of got a bunch of unnecessary CW-ish drama, I would say, as far yeah. as the kids and, like, some of their interactions with each other. But... I think that might be something kids just like, though. It's possible. Yeah. Um, one thing that, obviously, again, this is for kids, so... But what I feel kind of bothered me a bit was there's a lot of illogical moments in this show that just made it hard for me to like get past it even though it's like it's a fucking kid show just get over it yeah like obviously it's because they just need to move the plot point right Mm -hmm. i get that but like they'll fall from like a tree yeah really high up yeah and then they're fucking fine yeah there was a lot of not realistic things. Yeah, or they'll be able to outrun a dinosaur that's clearly able to run faster than yeah, them. that was ridiculous. Minor things like that that are clearly the way they are because they just can't really justify why they wouldn't be able to. Exactly. Suspension of disbelief. Suspension of disbelief yes. is really what they're going for. Yeah. And that's fine. Again, this is... It really is a show that you could enjoy with your family. If you have kids, you could watch this with them, especially if they're into dinosaurs. I think it would be really fun. They have a good variety of them. Yeah. Uh, Most of them are basically what you've seen in all of the movies. Not really anything new, as far as I can tell. Surprisingly, they kind of did not show some of what I thought they would. Yeah. uh, Or at least not very much of the dinosaurs I expected. Yeah. Uh, Maybe they're saving that for another season if that's something that's happening right uh but overall this was like a fun small story uh, despite all of the things that bothered me that's with the logic of of how things would play out yeah um it had a lot of humor too i really enjoyed i i think i laughed a good amount from Mm -hmm. kind of the interactions or like the the quips that somebody would have after yeah something i 
one thing that made me lo- really laugh too was uh so ben the like the really nerdy kid mm-hmm. uh there's a point where they're going through like one of the amusement park lines and all of the other kids are just kind of like hopping over or going through yeah shortcuts yeah he's going through the zigzag line yeah. even though no one else even there. though there's yeah. nobody there <laughs> They're all by themselves, and that made me laugh that it was like he so follows the rules no matter what scenario they're in. Couldn't handle it. Yeah. One thing that was good and bad about this for me was I felt like at times the uh, environment and the dinosaurs were so realistic looking that it was like, oh, wow, this is actually really cool graphics. And then it would pan over the kids and the humans, and they were just like basic-ass animated things. I felt like the quality was a huge difference between the people and everything else. Yes, the dinosaurs had a pretty impressive amount of detail, mm-hmm. uh, like their skin and stuff, the texture. Yeah, it felt like they put a lot of effort like into some of them. Moisture in the right places and all moisture. that. Moisture. Yeah, like you could see the 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 sheen where they were wet from mm. an injury or gotcha. whatever. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, and you kind of see that stuff, like you know, especially in video games where the character will be more detailed than like the surrounding characters because they're just kind of filler, right? They're yeah. not as important. They're That's not true. the the source. Yeah, it was very obvious that the focus was focus. was on the dinosaurs, at least for the graphics team. <laughs> yeah. Or animation team, whatever you're whatever they're called. Yeah. Despite my issues with some like the the I guess you would call them plot holes in yeah. my mind. I really enjoyed this. It was I, I would give it a slice it. I, I think you can really find uh, enjoyment out of this if you're a fan of not just Jurassic World, Jurassic Park, but if you just like dinosaurs in general. It's quick. It's easy. There's not like a whole lot you have to really focus on. It's just kind of fun little tie-in to the universe as a whole. Yeah, definitely. You know, they had a lot of little nostalgic feels to it as well. There'd be moments where one of the camp counselors had like a flashlight at night and he was looking for the kids and then it it reminded me a lot of jurassic park when they're at the t-rex zone and they're looking for the kids and they you know have their flashlights and they're in the rain and they have their coats on you know it just had that feel yeah uh there's moments where they kind of reenact some some portions of of for previous movies and stuff or they'll have references that you'll like oh i know that like things as simple as like vehicles or the gear that they have um you know you kind of small details maybe this is like a nerd thing for me uh there's a moment where they're inside some kind of utility tunnel Mm -hmm. and uh from jurassic park you know there's the the there's gonna be two smaller tubes or two two smaller pipes and a bigger pipe follow that yeah you know and i was like oh that looks like the same design as yeah. where they follow to restart the park power. And yeah. Just like nerd things like that, I yeah. would notice. And it just kind of had me enjoying it more. Good. I, I also enjoyed it. Yeah. So what did you give it? I am going to slice it. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Obviously, I didn't pick, I probably didn't pick up on as many uh, fine details as you did, but I, I very much enjoyed it, and I thought the animation was great, and the humor was good. Yeah, and, the animation was really good. Yeah. It, at times, it kind of reminded me of Into the Spider-Verse, but, like, without yeah. that, like, awkward blur that they yeah. have. Yeah, I see what you mean, filter. though. Yeah. 
Um, and I also felt like it would be totally acceptable and reasonable for parents to watch this with their kids and not hate their lives. Or without their kids. Or without. Yeah, obviously, we're not even parents, <laughs> so it doesn't matter. But I feel like there's a lot of, like, kids shows that are trash. And parents, unfortunately, have to, like, listen to it and, like, suffer through it for their kids to enjoy their mm-hmm. time and leave them alone. Yeah, and like I said, <laughs> this is obviously designed for children to not be scared of dinosaurs. Yes. Yeah, that's true. Okay. We also checked out uh, Raised by Wolves, finally, on HBO Max. This came out September 3rd. And uh, the first two episodes were directed by Ridley Scott, and he's also an executive producer on it. Um, so I actually learned that putting our notes together. I thought he was, like, the creator, but I guess he wasn't. So he's hands-on, but he wasn't, like, the sole creator of right, the show. Right, Okay. Yeah. Which is surprising, because you yeah. watch this show. It seems and very, it very seems heavy. very Ridley Scott. Absolutely. All over it. Yeah. Uh, it centers around two androids that are tasked with raising human children on a mysterious virgin planet. Um, as the colony of humans threatens to be torn apart by religious differences, the androids learn that controlling the beliefs of humans is a treacherous and difficult task. We watched um, seven of the ten episodes. We've watched whatever's available. Yeah, yes, seven that's all of that's the available. ten. Yeah. Um, they dropped three in the, for, at first, much like uh, the boys did. Yes. And then they, I think they've been doing two episodes each week after that. Yeah. And they are, I guess, going to do the next two and then maybe the last one. I'm not sure. Or maybe they'll drop all three at the same time for the last part of it. I guess we'll see. Or Um, one at a time. Yeah. There's a lot of variety. Yeah, or two and then one. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Maybe half of one and then one and a half of another. Probably not that, Oh, okay. Okay. Um, so notable cast members, we've got Amanda Collin, who plays mother, uh, Abubakar Salim as father, Winta McGrath as campion, Travis Fimmel as Marcus, and Niam Algar as Sue, who's Marcus's wife. Mother and father are the two androids, in case anybody (laughs) wasn't clear on that. Um, and I have to say, like, the first thing... That's a heads up to people who weren't sure if they cared to watch this after watching the trailer. You will make so much more sense after you watch the show. Because when we watch the trailer, like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, I, I want to know everything. <laughs> I will say the trailer made me feel like this show was fucking insane and intense. Yeah. It is, but I feel like it's a lot more tame it's, than it presents itself yeah. in the trailer. It's not as overwhelming it, as the trailer. So that's a good way of putting scene. it. It's not as overwhelming. It does have a... a, a fairly reasonable plot line and there's not it's not as insane as yeah the, the trailer. It's, it's this really interesting futuristic take on i guess a war between science and religion yeah and uh it heavily feels like it is just within the universe of alien absolutely and prometheus and, and yes that that franchise yeah the androids appear to be built the same and they all have yeah. the white blood or whatever yeah. the fuck you want to call it milk yeah. I, it you would fe- you feel like you're in the same universe watching this show and, yes and i love it absolutely i think it's really interesting to see the how they ha- how they've programmed these androids to raise the children um and how that all goes down I'm trying to be I'm trying not to give any spoilers away, but it's very interesting to see how that path Yeah, goes. and it's a nice message of 
I guess kind of like nature versus nurture in a sense. Yes. It, within its own realm of what the the point of the the show is. Yeah. It's it's its own. It's got many meanings, but really, it's 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 a great philosophical mindfuck. I love it. Absolutely. It's, it's a really great concept out there. Yeah. Doing. It's. A, um, they really kind of go back and forth on it. It really gives you a lot of information, so that you're kind of waffling back and forth on who's really the bad guy and who's the good guy like that's what i love like about it, is can't you, figure there it really out. is no good yeah. or bad guy it's just they're all in thrown in this situation and it's like life or death what are you going to do to survive yeah and do you it's kind of like they say you know like the bad guy always thinks that they're doing the right thing exactly. right it's yeah. like they're all the bad guy because yes. they all think they're doing the right thing. Yes. Some are obviously better people than others. Right. It's very interesting to see how it's going to play out because I have honestly no idea how this is going to go. Yeah. Honestly, within the first episode, I feel like we were like, oh, that's not what I thought was going to happen. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Lots of shocking moments in yeah. this. Very shocking moments. So I, I think it's safe to say we didn't do the same level of prediction throughout watching this show as we do normally mm-hmm. like we did but we were wrong so <laughs> oh yeah I, oh we were wrong a lot i was definitely guessing <laughs> but i was never yeah, right I'm not saying that we didn't try but we were way off base a yeah. lot so yeah. which is good because i don't like being able to predict predict every single thing that happens i mean i do i know you do <laughs> but i don't like it so it worked yeah. for me <laughs> um and i have to say that uh, Amanda Collin. I don't know if she's from anything else, but she, she does an incredible job as mother. Aside from Travis Femmel, mm-hmm. I feel like I did not really know any of the cast. Yeah, nobody else looked familiar to me. And obviously when I saw he was in it, I was like, yeah, I want to watch that. Mm-hmm. But now I'm here for the story too. <laughs> okay. I don't think there was any scenes where he hadn't had a shirt on. No, there was very... Un- I'm assuming he has... His shirt off in Vikings a good amount. I mean, probably. Oh, okay. I don't remember. You watched it, so. Yeah, but I, it's. Yeah. It's been a long time. Okay. I'm assuming he, yes, he does. I can guarantee you that he does at least once. Gotcha. Yeah. He also doesn't have a mullet, so that (laughs) was a very conservative fucking confidence you had. I guarantee there was at least one. I don't, I just don't have a specific picture of This bag of, of M&M's definitely has <laughs> one M&M at least. I just don't have a specific picture in my head of when it happened on the show, so now I'm questioning it. But he has to have, because it's fucking Vikings. Well, I just, the way you worded it made me yeah. seem like they used him like sex appeal in the show. I mean, the they show. did, but he didn't have to be shirtless to do okay. that. Okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just say he was a model before he was an actor. Okay. So. I'm learning so much about this guy. Yeah. <laughs> he was also in some show with um, Patrick Swayze. That's where I first saw him. It was like a cop a show. show. Yes. What is it called? Was it on like a one of the old like Showtime or something like that? It or might have been. Or HBO or? The Beast. The Beast. I feel like I remember hearing about that show. <laughs> Do you think Monster tried to sue them? <laughs> Oh my god, I hope that's probably why the show ended. They had to cancel the show. Sorry. Oh my god. Sorry, we can't pay anybody anymore. Yeah. Monster took us for all of our money. Oh yeah, that was back in two thousand nine. It was on A and E. Great. Anyway, moving on. When did when did Monster get uh 
founded. I'm I have curious no if they idea. saw the show called The Beast. They're like, you know what? We're going to trademark that. I want that. Yeah. That's mine. Yeah. That's mine now. Yeah, they were first. The Beast? No, um, Monster Energy. Mm. By what, like two days? They were introduced by Hanson Natural Company. Like Hanson's, the like sodas or juices. The Brothers? Or- not those ones. Not Hanson, <laughs> the band. <laughs> you know, like they have like the Hanson's natural sodas. There's like the fruit flavors. Do those even exist anymore? I don't know. <laughs> they were a thing. They just changed the can and added a bunch of fucking caffeine. Yeah, that's probably what happened. Marketed it to yeah. dirt bikers. <sighs> dirt bikers. All right, sorry. Let's get back to the show. Um, I feel like the acting is well done. I feel like the story is uh, much more cohesive than it might in- appear from the trailer, and it's very interesting. And it's know. it's a really good sci-fi show. Yeah, like, I'm fucking loving it. Absolutely, and yeah. I can't wait to see what else happens. Well, you're gonna have to. Oh, damn. <laughs> and this did get renewed for season two already, which is exciting. Okay. But we'll probably have to wait like a very long time for that. I mean, with the yeah. kind of show this is, it's gonna have a big budget. I, I would imagine to. I'm sure we will do the CGI and yeah. filming all that stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, this is. Uh, I really enjoyed this show. I agree. Uh, I can't wait for the rest. Yeah. I'm really hoping there's gonna be some like alien tie-in because that'd be really fucking cool. Yeah. Not gonna happen because I think Disney owns the fucking franchise, but because it was a Fox property. Right. There's, there's still, they should do some kind of, like, indirect thing mm-hmm. that, like, hints well, at it. Well, the, the creatures that they have in this show, aside from their faces, yeah. kind of resemble the body structure of yeah. the aliens. Yeah. Which I'm sure is not a coincidence. Right. Exactly. Uh, so I'm going to... Watch, season two has these big white people that, like, <laughs> try and kill everybody they see. Yeah. <laughs> So what would you give this for a rating so far? I'm going to have to dissect this. Yeah. I think it's amazing. I also am dissecting it. So looks like we're DTF like the, again. The last three episodes have to really fail yeah. in order for this to drop to yeah. anything below that. I agree. There would have to be like a really, really terrible ending. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. It looks like we're DTF again. Like we'd have to find out that this is taking place on the same planet parallel to alien covenant yeah (laughs) i mean yeah that'd be pretty weird (laughs) all right well that's fucking it if you're still here i don't know why because i we appreciate i checked out a while ago yeah we've been gone for a while (laughs) but thank you for listening much longer than i was hoping it would be yeah it's that fucking ps5 and Microsoft Studio purchasing news that really fucked us. Yeah. Sure did. In our ability to talk for too long about things that yeah nobody cares about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, if you're still here, thank you for listening. We appreciate you. Um, don't forget to check us out on Facebook. We've got the group up there called Dissecting This Fiction Podcast. And we'll post news and stuff as it comes out, have discussions and whatnot. 
Um, don't forget to leave us a rating on iTunes if you don't mind. We would like to get some more exposure. So the more more iTunes reviews, the more likely we are to show up in search results, which is very helpful. Or if whatever service you use has a review yeah. ability, yeah. please do it then. Yeah. And shoot us an email. Let us know that you did in case yeah. we don't know that it's possible to do that on this yeah. ones. Yeah. And we'll, uh, we'll shout you out or read it on the thing or we won't if you don't want us to. Yeah. <laughs> or if you have a preferred platform that we do not have our podcast on yeah definitely let us know please let us know we'll look into it work on getting on there i actually heard from somebody that amazon music has podcasts so we could look into getting onto that i don't know if we already are um they're probably gonna do scrubbing itunes like most of the like third party ones do but i'll double check it and make sure okay there was that one and then there was another one that i can't remember what it was but it sounded like it was a bigger thing yeah, uh, so yeah, if you have a podcast service that you prefer at, and we're not on there or you can't find us, let us know so we can help you out. We would also appreciate any just direct feedback if you want to send us an email. That would be great. Our email is dtfpod at gmail.com. And you can send us suggestions or feedback or content requests, anything, you know, you name it. Or just hello. That would be fine, too. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. If you want me to rate your cat. <laughs> yes. He will rate your cat. Give me your social media account. <laughs> the actual account, not not just the name. Yeah. Just give me ownership of your account. Yeah. Is that I, how it works? I'm like the monster of <laughs> of social media. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> In case that was Someone's like, I don't know if I should I, do this. <laughs> I should stop listening Honey, to should this. I give him my account? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's a good idea. I'm not sure. Uh, <laughs> but all seriousness, I rate cats. He will rate your cat. So, yeah. it, spoilers, it's always a 10. It's always a 10 out of 5. If it's a, <laughs> if it's a cat, I think it's great. Yeah. Oh, man. You can also find us on our website, dtfcast.com, or follow Steven on social media. I kind of want to make an app now. To rate my cat? Rate my cat. And you just... Upload a picture of your cat, and it gives a rating. Spoilers. It will always be a 10, <laughs> but they won't know that. Yeah, I mean, They'll they just will, think though. that their cat is a 10. Yeah, always. It's like, oh, my God. It's like, I don't want to say it, but tender. Tinder. Yeah. Is it Tinder? Is that what they call that? It's Tinder. I, think, I didn't really get to use those sites. So I didn't either. apps. But it's called Tinder. Yeah? Yeah. Say it like you regret it. What? You did it. You just said it like you regret it. I didn't get to use I'm not those. worried about it. I didn't get to use those either. Nobody pays me a gum. All right. I wasn't trying to use those trashy apps I was just anyway. kidding. I was just kidding. Sorry. Yeah. But, yeah, you like swipe left or right, depending if you like the cat or not. Yeah. Again, you can only slide, there, swipe to the way that approval. is going to like it. Yeah. It won't let you go the other way. There's no disapproval. It doesn't yeah. matter. Either way. You go the wrong way, yes. it's going to be like, it's a cat, you idiot. Yeah. <laughs> or it's going to say, well, it's a cat, so. <laughs> it just keeps showing to that same cat until you go yeah. the other way, yeah. and then it goes to another cat. <laughs> yeah. Also, if you're listening and you don't like cats, I don't know why you're still listening. <laughs> and also, you're wrong. Yeah, well, they stopped listening at that yeah. point. They don't know that they're wrong. <laughs> Way to go. You should have came out with that and then 
If you're listening and you don't like cats, you're wrong. And also, I'm not sure why you're still listening. I should have said it that way then. Yeah. Okay. It's too late now. Next time. I don't know. The next person, but not not yeah. the next time with that same person. Yeah, I know. <laughs> All right. You gotta think about this shit before you yeah. go spewing facts about cats. <laughs> yeah, cat facts. <laughs> cat facts. That's another app. <laughs> Didn't this seem that like Rob made up? I don't know. Or did you make it up? Just cat facts? Yeah. I don't, I mean, it's just a word. No, but the, didn't <laughs> Two like, words. didn't Rob say he like signed you up for cat facts, like a text chain or whatever? It was like every uh, day there was news some new me. cat facts. If that's, a, is that, if that's a thing, I, I'm mad I haven't been receiving it. I was thought it was, maybe it was just a joke he was playing then. I don't even know what you're talking about, so. Okay. <laughs> whatever. Now I feel like I've been robbed. All right. <laughs> of these cat facts. Okay. We're going to have to talk to Rob about that. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get the fuck out of here. I mean, we should probably just stay here. This is our home. <laughs> we could get the fuck out of the room, you know? Like, we could just go walk around for a bit. We've been sitting for a while. Yeah. yeah. I got to check behind the TV, make, make sure there's not a pile of shit. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I'll put, like, a litter box back there. <laughs> yeah. Just to be safe. Just to make sure. Yeah. All right. It's been real. Bye-bye.